Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Technical Foul Podcast for Wednesday, February 22nd, 2017. I am your host, Manny Brown, joined by my co-hosts and certified Duke haters. Uh, that, that's the part where I introduce y'all and y'all say something. Oh, when you said Duke haters, I don't think either one of us knew who you was talking to. No, I, well, yeah. Uh, y'all knew exactly who I was talking to. Go ahead. My co-host, Anthony Lucas. Again, you know me. One third of the, you know, the, the, thor- the, the sports musketeers. You know, back at another week, man. Oh, boy, man. Mo. Back at it again, as Luke said, one of the trio. What's good? What's good? We back at y'all with another episode. A stacked episode, man. We got a lot of news, man. A lot of news to get to. A lot of topics. A lot of shit on my mind. What's good? Chilling, man. How you doing, man? I'm great. As, as, the, as the resident Duke fan, how you doing today, <laughs> man? Good? We ain't got to put him on suicide watch yet. Uh, no, not yet. You good over there, bro? Oh, man. Listen. Listen, man. Listen. I- I'm good, man. Listen. Hey. I got the earful last week. I'm, I'm just making sure you're good, though. Uh, listen, man. Listen. Heavy is the head that wears the crown, man. I understand. See, see, this is this is the special thing about being a Duke fan. You know what I mean? This is the special thing about being a Duke fan. It's like these little, these little nothing programs, they get excited every time they play us. It's like it's their season. Nothing, nothing, nothing. One one national championship to speak of. Nothing. Anyway, 
So these little nothing programs, man, they get excited to play us. And, and it's like their whole season revolves around playing the mighty, mighty Blue Devils, man. That, you know, sometimes, you know, hey, even a blind squirrel finds a nut, man. And in this case, a blind squirrel found a hell of a nut. And that's... I think about five or six blind squirrels found nuts on y'all this year already. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. It's... It's Groundhog's Day at Duke shit. They keep finding a nut, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Listen, man. Listen. I, I, hey, when you're a Duke fan, man, you expect this kind of hate and this kind of vitriol from, from the haters, man. So I, I, I'm good, man. I'm good. I, I, you know, listen. We lost a tough game. We should have won. We should have won. We lost. That's all that matters, man. That's all that matters. We lost. But, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll recover from this, man. I think we play Miami next. I think, you know, it's all good, man. Hey, we're not about meaningless February games, man. We about the games that get played in April, man. That's what we about. That's what we about. Don't drop, don't drop to no five seed. (laughs) 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 Listen, man, I already told you my opinion, man. I already told you my feelings on this whole seating process man i'm not afraid to be a five seed i'm matter of fact i'm a, i'm hoping the tourney makes us i'm hoping that tournament committee makes us a five a six or a seven seed man I, i'm hoping i'm, ho- I'm hoping i'm hoping they move y'all out the east region and move y'all to the west so y'all ain't got home court advantage that's what i'm hoping <laughs> uh, i don't want to i don't want to hear this bullshit about home court advantage because north carolina get home court advantage all the time too like i just said i hope they move y'all out of the east if you since you so bold Put y'all in that west bracket. When okay. 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 What you fail to what you fail to realize what you fail to realize what you fail to realize is that everywhere we go, we're a home team because everybody's a Duke fan. Sure. <laughs> what? Tell, tell yourself that if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> you, never, you never leave the east bracket. You never leave Greensboro or uh, North Carolina. Listen, everywhere we go, everywhere we go, man. Everywhere we go, there's a Duke fan, man. So it doesn't matter to me, man. Whether we play in North Carolina, whether we play in New York, whether we play in, whether we play in, whether we play in Maui, it doesn't matter, man. It does not matter. It does not matter. Who's stopping us? Who's stopping us? On the West Coast, man. Hold on, hold on. Um, I'm looking at this this list of topics for the show, and this ain't one of them. Oh man! <laughs> hey, I didn't bring the damn. Hey, I didn't bring that topic up. That was y'all. You know, Mo, get him back. I was. Back. I wasn't even gonna talk. I wasn't even gonna talk about college basketball this week. That's y'all that that yeah. could couldn't wait to couldn't wait to bring the topic up. Y'all couldn't hey, wait to bring it. We like what? Like fifteen minutes into the show, <laughs> we are we still talk about Duke. Hey y'all, take the podcast family. <laughs> <laughs> We want to talk about uh, Magic going to the Lakers. What do y'all think? What's y'all thoughts on that? Uh, oh, what's man. What's you, uh, Manny, since you a Laker fan? Oh, man. Well, listen, man. First and foremost, man, I, I, I appreciate you taking over and uh, showing initiative there, man, and, dry, and and steering the conversation. I like that, man. I, appreciate, <laughs> touch, I taught you well, my young Padawan. I taught you well. Anyway. Anyway, man, hey, I am a, uh, I'm a Laker fan. I, I, I got to be the most unluckiest motherfucker in the world. I am a Laker fan and a Knicks fan. Right now, in 2017. That's unlucky. But anyway, I am, uh, I am the Laker fan here, diehard through and through. 
And uh, I'm, I'm kind of conflicted. On one end, I'm glad that fucking idiot is out of the building. Y'all know the idiot I'm referring to. Jim Bush, you son of a bitch. You, you idiot. You fucking trust fund baby. I'm glad you're gone. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Good riddance, you fucking tool. That's all I got to say about him. As far as Mitch, as far as Mitch Kupchak, I'm conflicted, man, because you know Mitch. Mitch was a, obviously a Laker. He played for the Lakers. Was an executive, a scout, rose to the ranks of executive and, and GM. So he's been with the organization for a long time. He learned under Jerry. And Mitch was a good GM for us, man. He was a good, solid GM, man. Good, solid GM. Won, uh, he won, uh, what, four championships with us, man? So, you know, it, it, you know. It, but it, but, I, but I, I'm conflicted because I wanted to see Mitch at least, you know, bring us back to respectability again. I respect his basketball acumen. I respect him as far as scouting talent. But I, I can't knock the move, man. I mean, it's magic. It's, he's probably the greatest player to ever play for the franchise, arguably. Um... You know, and I think it was time for a new voice, new leadership, new direction, man. The Lakers, the Lakers are about championships, man. And right now we're nowhere near a championship, nowhere near. So I think at this point, man, it's good to shake it up. You could have been. You could have been. You could have been. Yeah. Uh, thanks to David Stern. <laughs> thanks to David Stern. That was your point. No, David Stern. Uh, no, I'm talking about those two idiots not want to give up uh, Brandon Ingram for Derrick Cousins. I wouldn't have given. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have given up. I wouldn't have given up Brandon Ingram for Demarcus Cousins either. What? Man, come on. Hey, because Demarcus Cousins. All right, Demar. Okay, what's the difference? Okay, so we trade for Demarcus Cousins. Then what? Are we any better than we are now? Okay, we're ten games better. We're ten games better. That's still what twenty-seven. And y'all can still, and y'all can still maybe get Lonzo Ball or Marco Folt, Marco uh, yeah, Folt or, or uh, Dennis Smith Jr. But but here's the thing that y'all are missing, right? Oh, and we're going to get to the, that DeMar- that horrible, that horrific DeMarcus Cousins trade. The Lakers are sitting there like, hold up. Y'all trying to act, y'all asking me for Brandon Ingram, and then y'all go trade under the Pelicans for Buddy Heald and, and Tyreek Evans? Tyreek Evans is going home, baby. Get the fuck out of here. Tyreek Evans going home, baby. Get the fuck out but, 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 I'm, but, but, but not, but not, to, not to jump ahead, though. Like, look at, that, look at that package, and then look at what the Kings asked the Lakers for. There's no way. I mean, I know Brandon Ingram hasn't lit the world up. I mean, he's still got to put on. So he's still developing. He's only 19 years old. He's still got to. He's still a basically a fucking in a kid's body. He's still got to get his man body on. You know what I mean? Like, I understand that. So, but think about it. Who has more of a higher ceiling? Brandon Ingram or Buddy Hill? And I like Buddy Hill, but let's be let's be fair. Who has a higher ceiling? Buddy Hill or Brandon Ingram? And then we don't even have to talk about Tyree. And then and then we and. and I don't think we can answer that question right now. I think we can answer that question right now. Nah. I think we can answer that question right now. And all right. Shout, shout out the Magic, man. And then the and Magic can be there. Turn the Lakers around, man. Shout out the Magic. <laughs> nah, hey, we, hey, we were just talking about. We're gonna get into that talking about some whether or not Magic. Hey, but listen, but listen, but listen, but listen, but but. Hey, hold. Tweets, I was reading the uh, Manny here. Hey, listen, hold up, hold up. Before we get to that, man, before we get to that, man, hey, listen, look, I think it was time for a change. Um, let's see what Magic can do. I'm glad that Jeannie is finally owning the Lakers solely. She gave she gave Jim five years, basically. Like, it's time. I trust Jeannie. She's a smart person. She's bright. 
She's beautiful. Why she ain't a trust fund baby? Shit. I mean, you called her brother a trust fund baby. She a trust fund baby. Nah, man. Nah, because Jeannie, Jeannie put in the work. No, because Jeannie put in the work. Jeannie put in the work. Nah, Jeannie put in the work. She been slacking for five years. Nah, bruh. Nah, she, no, because her father's wishes, her father's wishes was to let Jim run the franchise. So she, and that was in the will, that was in the power of it, that was in the legal documents to let Jim run the franchise. And after a certain point, if Jim couldn't get the job done, that was the agreement. If you wanted him to run the franchise, I should have left him in charge. Hey, look. <laughs> Man, whatever. She, she was slept behind the wolf for five years, too. Ain't nobody getting no cut cards. Yes, exactly. She slept behind the wolf for five years. Just like she left, she gave him five years too many. I agree with you. Get a man two years. I, I agree with you, man. I agree with you, man. But hey, that's three, a f- three at a minimum. To, to me, two years to, to me, two years should have been enough. That's it. But anyway. Um hey, listen. If you get Kobe contract, I would have got him got him up out of there. Well, how much you give it, Kobe? <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> nah, you drunk. Oh, nah, bro. You, you drunk. <laughs> nah, I ain't giving no 36-year-old 30 million dollars. Nah, cuz. Hey, Garf Foreman gave uh Wade two years 47 million. And look what he look, and look what he feeling through right now. <laughs> <laughs> Compare those two. You you really want to go down this road? I, I, I'm just saying, who's more banged up than D Wade? Hey man, still I wouldn't give him no 36 year old Kobe. What are you gonna do? Shoot? That's all you. Gonna do. I agree with you, man. In, in retrospect, I agree with you. But listen, just to kind of said this when they gave Kobe that deal, though. I, I know, I know you did. I know you did. And and I was and I was always and look from a from a basketball perspective, it didn't make sense. Obviously, you're paying a 36 year old who at that point was past his prime that money. But you got to understand, like. That was a legacy thing. Like that was a yo. I ain't paying for my legacy, man. I build you a statue and put your jersey up in the Raptors. That's legacy, nigga. I'm trying to win every day. I ain't nah. I ain't no such thing. <laughs> Get that out of here. But back back to Magic. Do you guys think Magic can have the same impact on the Lakers that uh, that Larry Bird had on the Pacers? Yes, I think Magic. I think I think I think Magic can do it, man. I think because I think he's he's business savvy and I, and I think he's approachable. And that's the one thing you have to be once you're in an executive what, position. What do, you, what do you think about his ability to uh, to get key personnel? As I, far as I think I think I think with I think I, I, go ahead, Luke. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was, I was gonna say, uh, you know, Magic has a mind for basketball. You know, he's always been forthright. Even when this, when he was when he was an analyst, he can see it before it happens. So I think, yeah, I think he can get the right people in the right positions. I think they can draft well. I think they I think they're going to bring in key free agents. And his name is Magic, man. He's Magic. And like you say, the thing about L.A., especially the Lakers, they've been missing that pizzazz. They've been missing that whole bring you to the building, fill in the seats. And I think Magic the man for it, man. He well, has um, his personality. I, I think, man. I think, hold I wanna, on, I wanna, hold on, hold on, Mo, because I know you're trying to get to them damn tweets. Hold on, man. <laughs> we are gonna get to the clowning part. We are gonna get to the clowning part in a second, man. We gotta, we gotta give them, we gotta give them the meat and the potatoes first, man. We gotta give them the meat and the potatoes first, man. Nah, but listen, uh, listen. Straight to the dessert, man. He God damn, Mo acting like he a Kings fan. Shit. Yeah, it's too funny though, man. But all right, we'll 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 let him live for a second. Let him live, man. Let him live, man. You gotta stay positive when you're dealing with magic, man. Gotta stay positive. Oh, so you're trying to be funny, huh? <laughs> no, I'm just saying you gotta stay positive, man. Stay positive. You gotta stay positive. <laughs> stay po- the power of positivity, man. Anyway, um, 
Listen, get you through anything. Can get you through anything, man, as we've seen. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, but listen, uh, I, I think... I think like like Luke said, man, the Lakers have been missing that that figurehead, that pizzazz, man. I, I think I think I think the the underrated or I think the the overblown thing is that oh, all of a sudden you get this big executive and all of a sudden the the pat the 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 the, the pasture the horizons brighter and the, and the pastures are clearer. Like no, nah, man, you got to hire the right people. You got to hire the right people to surround that executive, that figurehead, man. I think what Magic is, is Magic is a great businessman, like you said, and he's a salesman. He's a pitch man. So when Magic sits down with his five rings, with, with just being Magic Johnson, when he sits down in a room from you, you gonna pay, who are you going to pay attention to? Magic Johnson and Jeannie Buss or Jim Buss and Mitch Kupchak? That has power, man. That has power. Now, we all know, we've all watched basketball basically our whole lives. What is the number one thing you need to be successful in basketball? A franchise-altering player. You need it. You need. You need. You need a. See, this is a. This is. This is a thing, though, that people people miss out. There's good players. There's great players or all stars, and then there's superstars, transcendent players. To win long term in this league, you need a a will. You need a Kareem. You need a Kobe. You need a Michael. You need a Larry. You need a Magic. You need a LeBron. You need those transcendent players. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you'll make the playoffs every year with a Paul George. You know, you'll compete with a with a DeMar DeRozan. But in order to truly be a dominant, win a championship every single year, you need that transcendent player. And right now, I don't think the Lakers have that guy on their roster. Um, hopefully, if we lose enough games, we'll end up in the top three. And this draft is loaded with guys that potentially could be that guy. I don't know. But I think, but just to go back to the question of can Magic Johnson be a successful uh, basketball executive? I think he has the potential to be. Um, it, it all depends on who the basketball personnel that he hires, the scouts. Um, all I know is that he's keeping uh, uh, one of the bus guys, that one of the guy, one of the uh, two of our main scouts that has helped us draft Jordan Clarkson late, Zubach late, uh, Nance, all these diamond in the roughs that we found late in the late in the first round, late in the second round. He's keeping those scouts around, so that's a good thing. Because I mean, there's a lot of positive things going on with the Lakers right now. The Lakers have a lot of good young talent. I don't know if they're transcendent young talent yet, but there's still a Julius Randle is a piece for the future. You know what I'm saying? A Brandon Ingram, just 19 years old, basically. He's basically a high school kid. Basically, he has a body of a high school senior. Basically, you know, he's only 19 years old. You got to believe he's still yet to develop. Obviously, D'Angelo Russell. Say what you want to say about him or whatever. He's a young talent. Jordan Clarkson, young talent. Larry Nance, Zubash. So the Lakers have a good starting point. It's all about bringing in the right people, bringing in the right basketball personnel. I think they have the right coach and Luke Walton. So I think, I think he has the potential to be. Is it, is it definitive that he's going to be successful? I don't know yet. I, I can't honest, Honestly, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and say, yeah, in five years, the Lakers are going to win a championship. I don't know that. I don't know that. I, I think they have the potential. I think they have the potential. I think... I'd rather have Magic Johnson on my side than not have him on my side. I'll say that. Uh, yeah. I, just, I don't know. It's going to be tough, though. Because the only guy I see being that transcendent player that you're talking about, to me, is Lonzo Ball. Uh, if you hands on Lonzo Ball, then... Uh, I think this draft is deep, man. I think this draft is deep, man. I, I think Fultz has a chance to be a great player. I think Dennis Smith Jr. has a chance to be a great player. I think... I think Tatum has a chance to be a great player. 
or at least a great yeah. score, or at least a great score. Um, I think this draft is deep, man. Obviously, we know we know about the beast that is Malik Monk. He's a fucking truth, you know. Yeah, Monk. Jackson is 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 is. I don't love Jackson as much as the other guys, but Jackson is pretty good. Um, don't forget about Caleb Swanigan is a beast too is a problem I like De'Aaron Fox I mean I think this draft is deep man I think this this draft is deep I think Miles Bridges from Michigan State is, is another guy who's an underrated guy I mean I think this draft is really deep man I really do so it's going, but as far as the Lakers go, it's going to take. It's going to be a lot of rebuilding. I, I don't think. I, I honestly, I don't think we're that. Far, I, I don't think we're that far away, though, man. I, I, Zubac to me is the steal of the draft, man. And I know y'all haven't watched a lot of Lakers games, but I mean, he has a chance to be a baby Marcus All, man. I mean, that dude, that that kid can play. Brandon Ingram, we talked I about. Three, I think y'all at least three years away from uh, making the playoffs. I think we. I think we I think we're I think if we're smart and we play our cards right, man, I think we're I think we're a solid two years away from making the playoffs. Yeah, that's all I, was gonna say. I think about two years. I, I've been watching the Lakers a lot this year because I got the uh, the league pass, but um you know the young talent is awesome in, in LA. Zubash is a steal, the biggest steal in the draft, of course. Larry Nance, I mean Larry yeah. Nance is fucking Larry, I love Larry Nance, man. Yeah, but Larry Nance isn't going to be anything bigger than a role player, though. Let's be honest. I mean, nah, he, 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 he is, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's going to be he's gonna, you know what he's going to be, man. I, I I think he's going to be more than a glue guy. I don't think he's going to be a superstar, but I think he's I think he has to be a Draymond Green light. I think he could be one of those guys that can affect it. I don't think he's like that. No, nah, not nah, not like that. I mean, not like that. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I think he could be a starter for years to come on a cha- on a good championship team because he could do a lot of things, man. He could score. Down low, he can shoot. He can block shots. Obviously, we all know we all know how athletic he is. I mean, he's bamming on anybody in the lane, basically. So, I, and he's tough. He's hard nosed. I mean, I like Larry. I mean, Larry to me is a building block for the future. Clarkson is just that scorer. To me, he's to me one day he's going to be the prototypical six man microwave to come off the bench, man. To just get hot and just fucking light it up. The guy that I'm still not sold on is D'Angelo. Uh, no, I mean, maybe not the point guard of your future, but he holds it down for the moment, you know. Yeah. He could be a good piece to get something else later. Especially yeah. a trade. I, to, to, me, he's a, to me, he's a trade chip. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think he's a trade chip. Like, but I think, Magic, I think Magic is good, bigger than just scout, uh, his name. He can get, when free agents come to speak now and, t- and talk to the Lakers, it isn't, it isn't, I'm just going to talk, like you said, I'm not going to talk to goddamn Cup Chet. And goddamn, uh, sitting down in the room with Cupcake. You actually sitting down with Magic Johnson, one of the greatest players to ever play basketball, one of the greatest minds to ever, yeah. you know, pick up a basketball. And, 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 and he's and he's a charismatic guy. He's a personality. Yeah. Mitch is Magic. You know, four years ago, what was four or five years ago when LeBron went to Miami, you mm. couldn't get LeBron in L.A. Remember? Now, if Magic was in L.A. five years ago, at least you having a meeting with LeBron James. At least he's coming to sit down with you and have a conversation with you. Yeah. You never know. He, he he may have ended up a Laker. Yeah. If you'd have had Magic Johnson in that seat five years ago. Yeah. So. So yeah, yeah man. I mean. And also, he just hired Rob Palenka, uh, Kobe's agent, yeah. as a GM. Wasn't that Kobe's agent? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Yeah. And he's talking about bringing Kobe into the front office. So we'll see. We'll see what that happens. We'll see. Yeah, but I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. You know, a lot of people ain't like Kobe towards the end, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Generational players are like, I ain't feeling this dude, man. I'm not like... 
I think his contemporaries didn't like him. I think this new era, I mean, they, they grew up watching Kobe. I mean, he like the thing that people don't forget is like guys like Harden, uh, Westbrook, Curry, this generation of players, like Kobe was their Jordan. I mean, these guys are only what, 20 something years old? I mean, they didn't watch, they didn't watch Michael in his prime. I mean, obviously, you know, YouTube, you know, hardware classics on NBA TV. I mean, of course, they've watched Jordan. But they didn't grow up with Jordan like me, you, guys over 29, 30 years old, right? So, like, for a lot of that generation, like, Kobe and obviously LeBron to a certain extent, but definitely Kobe, KG, those, that era of basketball, that was their guy. Those were their guys. So, I think I think the newer era has a more of affinity and a bond for Kobe than, let's say, a Ray Allen or, you know, an Allen Houston or somebody like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, let's let's, let's, kick it back, let's kick it back to Moto. Uh, oh, 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 hold on, hold on. Before that though, uh, I had to correct something that Luke. I had to correct something you said. Uh, Magic was terrible as a basketball analyst. His non-talking ass. Yeah, he was terrible as an analyst. He, no, he wasn't. Yes, he was. I'm not talking. About, I'm not talking about him actually. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge of the game. I'm not just because because let's let's uh, okay because uh, let, let's uh, um, knowledge of the game, bro. I'm talking about like him breaking down the game, not actually when he spoke about it, like he did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like magic. That that motherfucker right there. I mean, I don't know who sound worse, Shannon Sharp or uh, or Magic. Yo, leave my nigga Shannon Sharp alone, man. Shout no. out to the best tight end ever played football, man. No, <laughs> at least they're better than uh, Walton. Not not stuttering Stanley, yeah. not stuttering Stanley. Yo yo, Bill Walton yo took too much. Nah nah man. man, nah I love Bill Walton. I love I love Bill Walton man. I grew up on Bill Walton. Bill Walton he he incoherent man. Nah man. Keep me talking about tennis. I'm like yo, what are you talking about man? I was just watching the Oregon. Throw it down, big man. Throw it down. He over there got face paint on. <laughs> to the, uh, to the mascot and shit. Hey, he's, dude, a, dude, a, call the game. he's a character, man. He's a character, man. He's a character, man. That's all, man. He's a character. That's what they fired him from the NBA, man. They were like, hey, man, you got to get him. <laughs> Bill, what's Oh, man. Listen, man, he's, yeah, a, he's a character, Magic, man. Magic wanted, didn't Magic say that the first one of the first things he wanted to do was try to get in touch with Kobe to see if he could try to bring him in to, yeah. to work with the Lakers as well? Yeah. He wanted to do anything with Kobe. He said, give me a day. I have any day you got, I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kobe and Magic real close, man. So they they like really, really close. So, yeah, I mean, that's the... Kobe that's, wouldn't be able to handle that losing shit, though. <laughs> Yeah, he wouldn't. That motherfucker go crazy. He'd be in the locker room cussing motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Julius Randle will have a right hand. I tell you that shit. Julius <laughs> can't go he cannot. That's yeah. Yeah, but Kobe will be. He'll be at practice. Everything. At, at practice every day, nigga, go right, nigga, go right. Oh man. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I think I hate him. all the yo, Kobe would be canceling team photos. Yo, no, no two, no, no two and sixty-one team get team photos. We ain't no team. <laughs> nah, for real though, man. For real, man. You can't no team photo, nigga. You, you imagine the six the Sixers two years ago having a team photo, y'all six I can imagine a, <clears throat> six and seventy eight or some shit. Yeah, I can just 
I can just imagine at this one day and Kobe then took the, the basketball courts out the gym. Like, yo, y'all niggas suck anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make a basket anyway. I just made it easy. Hell nah, man. <laughs> Hell nah. I can imagine Kobe doing something like that. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> All right, man. Well, obviously Mo has, uh, has a couple of uh, tweets from Magic Johnson's past that he'd like to share <laughs> with us, man. We're going we're gonna to call, call this segment uh, Basketball with Magic. <laughs> Yo, I Go ahead, man. Around on the internet, looking for you know some some reading material, some source material on this uh, Magic Johnson being hot as the uh, head operations for the Lakers, and then I came across this article like <laughs> the Lakers uh, they might have wanted did their research first before they uh, made that choice. <laughs> you know, some of these, these tweets as far as Magic Johnson and his. His personnel decisions. <laughs> so, uh, so let's get started. All right, go ahead. Get started, bro. Magic Johnson, his, they, they kind of give you a, a a look into his mind as far as what he thinks about personnel and NBA players and who he thinks would be a good fit. And so let's just, you know, <laughs> read a couple of these. It's kind of like, uh, like, what's the one? Jimmy Kimmel, the mean tweets? Yeah. <laughs> this is like going to be our version of the mean tweets right here. <laughs> this nigga said Jimmy so, Kimmel. <clears throat> so, uh, March uh, 2011, we got this, this classic gem right here. <laughs> If Brandon Knight were to come out, I would take him number one in the draft. Brandon Knight. Brandon Knight. The guy that has a whole slew of, of, of uh, for him being made a fool of. Nobody has yeah, caught. L, that's the L. That's the L king of the NBA right there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Meek Mill NBA ain't he? Oh, man. He's the Meek Mill of the NBA. Right. Magic would have took him number one, though. Magic wanted him. All right, go ahead, man. <laughs> uh, we got another one. We got another one right here. For all of you out there questioning Jimmer for Deck of BYU, he is the real deal. <laughs> Yo, Deck dropped 73 the other day in, in the Chinese League, man. <laughs> I'm so serious. He dropped 73. I know he did. I know he did. I know he did. I know he did. Okay, uh, here's some ones that, that are a little more recent. You know, that was in 2011. This right here is 2015. <laughs> the Bucks just acquired the next Jason Kidd and Michael Carter Williams. Oh, man. Not Drake. Not Drake, little brother. Oh, man. Not Drake's little brother. Here's one that we've talked about before on the show that, that, um, that uh, involves the Bulls, the Chicago Bulls. Oh, that dumpster fire? Yeah, that dumpster fire. I'm impressed with the Chicago Bulls starting Rondo, Butler, Wade, and MCW. Oh, God. They have the third best group of guards in the league. Rondo, Butler, and Wade. Can't none of them motherfuckers shoot. We see we see how that has worked out. Oh, man. The, 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 the greatest non-shooting backcourt in the history. Yeah. <laughs> There's another one from 2016. Oh, man. Laker Nation. Laker Nation. DeMar DeRozan should be one of the free agents we go after this summer. 
<laughs> DeMar DeRozan, Mr. Mr. No Show. Mr. No Show in big games. Oh God. Oh God. Mr. No Call Mr. No Call No Show. <laughs> oh God. Man. Any more, man? Any more? Oh. Any more gems? Let me look here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Come on, man. Leave magic alone, man. There's a lot of them here. Whatever. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give give us a couple, man. Go ahead. Give us. Give give the audience a couple, man. Let me see here. Let me find out. There's so many. (laughs) There's so many to choose from. Oh man, terrible. Hmm. 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 Oh, well, well, this one doesn't really count because it says I would love to see Kevin Durant in the purple and gold. But, I mean, anybody would have wanted to see him in the purple <laughs> and gold. That's, uh, <laughs> I know you would have. Oh, oh man. man. Oh, oh, here's one. Deion Waiters. Awesome <laughs> trade. Awesome trade for the Thunder. Deion Waiters can catch and shoot and also create his own shot. Just what the Thunder needed. Yeah, yeah okay. Nah, <laughs> They needed was a relationship counseling. (laughs) (laughs) Therapist in that locker room, because yes, uh, some issues they need to talk through. Yeah, Yeah, man. man. The motherfuckers need Jenny Jones, (laughs) Mari, Ricky Lake, somebody. Feel they needed all the motherfuckers at once. What's the black dude on B? What's the black dude on BET? No, they need Iyana. Iyana to fix their life. (laughs) 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 Oh, it it damn sure wasn't Dion Waiters. Damn sure that wasn't the answer. No, it wasn't. It's not the answer. It wasn't. Shout out to Dion Waiters though. What is he anyway? He's on uh, Miami. He's on, he's on Miami, man. Hitting game winners against yeah. the Warriors. Yeah, he balling. You know? He is, man. He yeah, is. Wait a second. Give me the ball and get out the way, man. Get out the way, man. <laughs> Dion Waiters is about to. He's, he's about to average twenty five points and shoot thirty three percent. Hey, man, Dion Waiters. I'm I'm tired of playing with these superstars like LeBron and goddamn Russell and KD. It's my time. I need to play with Goran Dragic. <laughs> I need to play with Justice Winslow, man. Yeah, man. I need to play with some role players around this. <laughs> What's the little life that gave all that money to this all season? Uh, oh, well, uh, man, I know you're talking about Dragic. Drug- not Dragic. Not Dragic. Uh, not Dragic. Dude, dude. I forgot. Johnson or some shit? Yeah, it was Johnson. Oh, it was something. It was the Tyler Johnson. Tyler, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I need to play with niggas like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How do you play with LeBron James and Kyrie Irvins, man? I don't need no hey, problem. man. Hey, man. Have you seen that new collective bargaining? Hey, he got to get it while he live, man. Hey, man. I guess so. He got to get paid, man. Damn, wait a minute. Mike Carley can get 150. Hey, yo. Hey. But nah. Mike Nick- Carley was li- he-, he eating off that contract, bro. Nigga. $153 million? <laughs> nigga, if, uh, if my nigga uh, Biombo can get $62 million, shit. Taylor Parsons got 94 and he, 94 And he got no legs. 
and he got no legs. He, he, he only been in the league seven years, and he can't even play no more. <laughs> <laughs> he got no legs, man. He a 30-year-old, 58-year-old. This is <laughs> That's Lieutenant Dan in the flesh, bro. Yo, yo, this dude 28, and he can't play back-to-back games, yo. Like, nah. what the fuck? Like... <laughs> I'm not paying you ninety million dollars. You can't play back to back. That niggas, oh, that niggas' kneecaps are done. Robin, nigga, Biombo got sixty-two million. Biombo, a career six point six point six points per game, bro. You can pay it with the height, man. But yo, he's six nine. There's another, there's another story even bigger than. There's another story even bigger than this Magic Johnson story. This is really the biggest story of the week. Go ahead. Is the Marcus Cousins. Boogie. Oh man! The Pelicans. What, what is it that you what is what is it that you call him, Luke? What is it that you call him? Boogie. Nah, nah, not not that. You you got another phrase for uh, our friend Cousins? Ignorant nigga. Oh, oh yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love, love me an ignorant nigga. You know I do, man. I just love it. Hey, hey man. Boogie, Boogie, but been to go to the NO man and cut it up, bro. That's I don't think that's the right city to put somebody like Boogie in. No, you can't put Boogie in. no. Delta. That's close to home for him too. That's like an hour, two hours away from home exactly. for him too. So he gonna be having all types of just random niggas in the in the audience. <laughs> if y'all don't know, y'all don't know. Y'all, I don't think you guys know about Mobile, but I know about Mobile. I know. Here's here's the governor of Alabama speaking. Go ahead, governor, speak. No, it's, I got a pretty good idea. If he's gonna have these cats out there hanging out with him all the time in New Orleans, I don't know. Hopefully, he can stay focused on basketball. Oh that's, man, that's a good uh. That's a good little team there with him and Anthony Davis running that uh, high-low and just they'll be able to dominate people. Nobody, they'll own the paint. They will own the paint. Well, let's yeah. let's let, well, let's just kind of break down the trade. I mean, we got into it a little bit earlier, man. Uh, what the fuck are the Kings doing? <laughs> to me. Oh, oh. They gave him up for uh, what? Uh, what Lucas be saying? Uh, a bag of uh, a bag of Fritos and a, a, red, and a red Rock. Oh my God, man! Uh, I think I put up on Facebook, man. Yo, he got a paperclip in exchange for this man. Oh, man. oh yeah, that was worse. Yeah, that was worse. They got less than that. They got the paperclip. <laughs> <laughs> even the even the draft pick isn't even worth anything. Even the draft pick isn't even worth anything. Even worth isn't worth anything. They must, have, they must have just wanted to get rid of him. Lottie just probably didn't like him. He just but here's here's but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. And and it's and this is basketball or this is sports one on one. Sports executive one on one. Obviously, in any kind of trade of this magnitude with a superstar or a great player, whatever you want to call Booby Cousin at this point, you're obviously are never going to get true fair value unless you're trading somebody one for one. Unless you're trading DeMarcus Cousins for Anthony Davis, you're not going to get fair to equal value. So, but you at least have to get something that you can sell to your fan base. You know what I mean? Like if I'm checking, he's going to be the ne- he's going to be the next Steph Curry, man. Yo, they already got Buddy Hill on their roster though. Buddy Hill, man. Buddy Hill is going to be the next his Steph Curry. Name, his, his name Ben McLemore. They got they already got Buddy. <laughs> Hill. Exactly. They, they exactly. But they're saying but they're saying Buddy Hill is going to be the next Steph Curry. How? I don't know. Yeah, That's how? What they think. And, I, and, 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 and hold on, hold on. Let me, let me say this. I like Buddy Heald. I like Buddy Heald. I think Buddy Heald is going to be one of those guys that plays 10 to 15 years in the league, a solid player, a guy that would probably be a starter on a good team one day. 
I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even arguing that. But to me, right now, to trade him, basically, basically the Kings traded DeMarcus Cousins for Buddy Hill. If, if you really want to if you really want to look at it, the Kings traded DeMarcus Cousins for Buddy Hill and a pick. Because I don't even count Tyreek Evans in that trade, honestly. To me. Tyreek Evans going back back to uh, Sacramento, man. Well, he started, man. What do you mean? Congratulations. <laughs> the return. The return. The return nobody wanted. <laughs> the return nobody wanted. The return nobody wanted. Yeah, beautiful. Um, but listen, I, 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 here. I, I think that they... It's going to work out great for the Pelicans. Uh, yeah, it's going to work out great for the... Well... I, Yo, if I, I think I think Anthony Davis in the market. Listen, I, he, here's here's my thing. Here, here's, here's, the th- here's the thing. Okay, so we talked about the Kings angle. Basically, they got nothing for him. The, the, the pick means nothing. The pick means nothing because... Let's say, let's say, let's, because I, I think it's a conditional first round pick. So it could be a pick in 2017 or in 2018. So let's just say, let's just say for argument purposes, the pick is in 2018. And, and if, and if, the, and if the Marcus Cousins and Anthony Davis and the Pelicans do what we expect them to do, or at least are half as good as they, as they can be, what is that pick going to be at? In the low teens, the 20? Yeah. That's a terrible value pick. That is a terrible value pick. Like here's, I, I think the thing that pisses me off about this deal is that the the Lakers and the and the Kings were on the phone extensively the night before on this trade, and the Kings kept playing hardball with the fucking Lakers. We want Brandon Ingram. We want Brandon Ingram and D'Angelo Russell. And I'm like, we'll give you D'Angelo Russell and maybe Julius Randle. We'll give you. We'll give you. We'll give you. Hell, I might even consider Larry Nance. Maybe, but not. Brandon Ingram, D'Angelo Russell, and a, and a and a future first round pick like that's no, that's impossible. And then they go around, and then they turn around and trade him for Buddy Hill, Tyreek Evans, and a first round pick. I mean, that's terrible. To me, the trade to make to me, I would have called Boston, and I'm like, yo, y'all want the Marcus Cousins? Give me that. Give me that. Give me that Nets first round pick. That's to me. Is, that, because I would have, I would have went, I would have went to Danny Age, and I would have been like, "Yo, Danny, how much do you want to win a championship this year, or how much do you at least want to compete for a championship this year?" I'll give you Demarcus Cousins straight up. Hell, I'll even take a Jabari, a, a, a Jabari Brown, or whatever. Give me another, another piece. Maybe a, give me an Avery Bradley, whatever. But I, basically, Demarcus Cousins for that first, for that guaranteed, no less, a top three or four pick. Give me Demarcus Cousins straight up. That's something that I can sell to my fan base. That's something I can say. Okay, you know what? We may not have gotten, you know, Anthony Davis. We may not have, we may not have gotten, you know, or whatever. But I can at least sell this, the potential of that being Dennis Smith, or that, the potential of that being Markel Fultz, or or or, or being uh, Jason Tatum, or whoever. Pick a name. I can sell that to my franchise. What not, not, not Buddy Hield and Tyreek Evans, man. The crazy thing about that though is Devox said two days prior, the, the when he traded uh, Boogie, he had a better deal with two first round draft picks offered to him. Oh yeah, that's what makes yes. That's, that makes it worse. That makes it worse, man. That's like that's like you. That's like that's like that's like you take a job at at a drive through at McDonald's and then <laughs> the day you the day you in there <laughs> getting your uniform fitted and everything. Well, I really had an offer from Boeing, but I took McDonald's instead. Like what, nigga? What? 
Yo, if I'm the king's owner, yo, he's getting fired right after that statement. Like, nigga, the, nigga, I said, the, yo, I said this, I said this on Twitter the other day, yo. I said this on Twitter the other day. I said this on Twitter the other day. Vladdy gotta go. The owner gotta go. Uh, Kevin Johnson gotta relinquish his seat as the mayor. Everybody gotta go. Everybody in the Sacramento Brain Trust has to go. Kevin Johnson, I love you, but you gotta go too. Just cause, just cause. Anybody associated to that franchise, the Maloofs, throw their ass in jail again. Fuck that. Everybody got to go on that damn franchise. Because that's a terrible trade. You got to keep to yourself. Yeah, you don't admit that, man. You got to keep that shit. You got to keep that shit. You don't admit that, Don't tell nobody that. You don't admit that, man. Oh, I had better value two days prior. You finish or is you done? Because you fired. You're fired, man. That's like literally saying. My keys? Kings fans are loyal too, because a lot of these other places they would have been burned. They would have been taking their jerseys to the uh, to the headquarters, burning in the parking lot and shit. Man, listen, this guy basically, this guy basically said, this guy basically said, "Yo, I turned down a warrant officer position to be a duty driver for the CO, for the sergeant major and the E four." If there's a if they were gonna do shit like this, they might as well just move the team to Seattle. They, this was the type of shit they was gonna do. Yeah, you might as well. To me, that's just I, I just I just hate that you just didn't get forget fair value. You didn't get any value. You didn't get any value. Yeah. At all. But the Pelicans gonna look nice, man. The Pelicans gonna look nice as hell, man. <laughs> now they gotta add, the, Pelicans the thing is, is they still they still got a sign, they still got a sign boogie at the end of the year, too. Oh, he's gonna stay. You he, you gonna I mean, stay? It's close to home. That that was number one. Like you just said, it's only an hour, hour and a half away from your house from from Mobile. Two, you're playing with Anthony Davis, another UK. Shout out to Colin Coher, uh, Coher. You know that shit you showed me, Manny, on Facebook. <laughs> oh yeah, that dumbass shit. <laughs> now, now you can see these Kentucky cats direct the league. Oh man. But so, here's uh, here's the thing though. <clears throat> here's the thing. And like, he, did you see his press conference? Hold on, did you see his press conference today? No, I didn't see. That. I haven't. I haven't watched any any press conference. Yo, he like how he he's been praying to play with an all star. He's like, I've been praying for them to bring somebody. And he was like, Yo, they answered my wishes. I mean, I ain't playing. I ain't bring nobody to Sacramento. But now that I'm playing with an all star in New Orleans. Hey man, that kid ain't going nowhere, man. He finna re up because where else the fuck he gonna go? He ain't going to L A with them trash ass niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Who can't stay on the court? Walking AARP. Life alert, Drew Holiday. Life alert, Drew Holiday. Hey, but check it out though. It don't even matter though, because with Anthony Davis and and Demar uh, and Cousins out there, any point guard you can get an average point guard out there. You gonna get him at least if he only getting five assists a game, he gonna be getting eight or nine now. Yeah, uh, to me the perfect guy. I, you know what I would have traded for Rondo. I would have traded for Rondo. There's no way you can't. There's no way you can't get a assist with those two dudes. But listen, but, but I, I, I would I, see. I to me, to me, I can't count on Drew Holiday. To me, Drew Holiday is not somebody that I can count on day to day. You know, game to game, season to season. Shit. I mean, when he plays, he's he's pretty good. But that's if he plays. But I, I think for me, like 
to me, for me, for this team, for me to be all gun ho on this on on the Pelican side of things, I got to see how their roster. A, I don't love their GM and I don't love their coach. Number one, that's my first oh, yeah, issue. Alvin Gentry, Alvin, Alvin Gentry, Alvin Gentry, still on. He's still on the hot seat, and you just got Demarcus Cousins, but they still talking about you on the hot seat because he's terrible. <laughs> How are you still on the hot seat? Because they should have never. Because Demps is an idiot. They should have. Because they should have never, never fired uh, Monty Williams. Never. Yeah, they should have yeah, never. They should have never done that. Especially, especially, especially after the whole thing with his wife being, you know, with his wife. That yeah. nah, man, that was cold. That was cold. Well, that happened after. That that did happen. That did that did happen afterwards. But still, Monty Williams is a respected. Monty Williams is a respected coach in the league, man. Monty Williams is a very respected coach in the league, and and they was a playoff team. And that team was fucking trash that he took to the playoffs. Yes. They were fucking garbage. Garbage. All they had. Fucking garbage. Yeah, all they had was Anthony Davis. That yeah. was it. And then they were like, oh, well, because we expect more. Well, out of what? More out of exactly. You're the fucking Pelicans. More? Wait, shit. He took you this far. Shit, he took you farther than what you thought you was going. And fired them up. Oh, man. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, don't, I don't love their coach. I don't love their GM. And I still think the roster needs to be put together a little bit better. Obviously, the point yeah, guard position. Need, right the point guard position. Some guys to stand, they need a point guard. They need some guys to stand in the corner and do threes. They need a point guard and they need some shooters. Yeah, somebody to stand in the corner. Just like with the Spurs when they had Duncan and, uh, mm-hmm. and Robinson. They yep. need a Bowens. That's what they need. They need a Bowens to stand over there in the corner. They need a Mario Elliott. They need a Sean Elliott. They need a guy. A they need Ron, shooters. They need playmakers. Yeah. Sean Elliott. See, to me, the perfect addition for them, because I, 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 I don't know if this year will be the year for them necessarily. I think I think this this trade was more about starting next year and beyond, hopefully. Oh, they definitely yeah. going to get the Warriors some trouble because the Warriors got to see them in that eight seed because they're going to they're going to. That's if they that's if they take that eight seed. That's if they take that eight seed. Oh, they're going to take it. Oh, they're going to take it. The Warriors, the Warriors probably going to beat them, but they're going to give them all they can handle, though. Yeah, the Warriors ain't got nobody to play inside. <laughs> JaVale McGee! They going to get him hell. <laughs> Shacked in the fool zone. Yep. No, but I'm still not gun-ho on this. I'm still not gun-ho on this trade from the Pelicans' perspective this year. I think this is a trade more... I mean, obviously this year, if they get the AC, great, whatever. But I think this trade is more about... 20, 2018 and beyond. And I think for them to really be, for them to really live up to the potential of Cousins and Davis, I think they're going to have to flush this roster out a little bit better. I think they're going to have to add some guys. Um, me, personally, I'm looking to add a true point guard to that, to, that, to that team. A guy like Rondo. I know Rondo has his issues, but I think Rondo on that team would be a very good addition. He's a leader. He's a veteran. He's a tough, hard-nosed guy. I, and he's a true point guard. He doesn't need the ball. He doesn't need to shoot. Just make plays and get those two big motherfuckers the ball. That's that would be a perfect point guard for them. And then you and then you and then you and then you you flush everybody out with shooters and playmakers. Like to me, you got a solid squad on your hands. So I, and the first thing they need to do is fire Alvin Gentry because he's fucking garbage. <laughs> See, they still talking about firing that man. Because <laughs> he's garbage. Pink slip. Handing out a pink. Mr. Steve Harvey lining himself. Fired. Get his ass out of there. Bringing cousins in and, uh, bringing cousins in and putting him out, huh? Yep. That's how it goes, man. That's how it goes, man. No loyalty, man. But I, I mean, I, 
To me, the bigger story though is the Kings, man. How the fuck? What would Vladdy? What Vladdy? What are you thinking? Vladdy would have lost his job, man. I, look, man, you gotta get up out of here, man. Yeah, no, we we seriously having a conversation. We are serious. King for life. <laughs> you ain't no franchise. You ain't no franchise legend. Fuck that. Nigga, you known for flopping. Get your ass up out of here, man. You more you more of a Laker than you are a king. Yeah, ain't uh ain't Shaq part owner of the of the Kings, man? Yeah, he got a small percentage. He, he, he got... Hey, man, give him that bow to the chest. Get him up out of here, bro. You can't work in my front office no more, man. Oh, man, that's terrible. That's a terrible trade. Like, why? What, what are you thinking? That makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. No sense whatsoever, man. I, don't under, I didn't understand that, man. I really didn't. I didn't understand that, man. I didn't at all, but let's move on, man. Because we could, we could, we could sit here and and rip apart these bums all day. The Kings, why the fuck did you trade them for nothing? Uh, hey, let's 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 move on to the disaster, and I and I do say disaster. That is the NBA All Star Game and the NBA All Star Weekend in, itself, man. Y'all know my feelings on it. Y'all know my feelings on the NBA All Star Game, man. To me, it's it's something that's. That's basically jumped the shark. I I think the NBA All-Star Game is not what it used to be at all. And this weekend was the perfect example, man. I just, I couldn't, I mean, I watched it. I mean, I watched All-Star Saturday night because I was home. Weather was bad. I had nothing else to watch. But. Man, I, it was corny. And shit was. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Mozo, how you really feel? Shit. I was trying to be a little polite. Man, that All Star Saturday was corny, man. That shit was so corny. You just jump ship with this shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that contest was trash. That dunk contest. That, was that had trash. yo. That I think I, that had to be that had to be one of the worst dunk contests ever, bro. I've seen dunk contests he in middle school. Same dunk. He did the same dunk twice. Glenn Robinson. Uh, the third did the same dunk twice, and everybody acted like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I was like, "It's the same dunk." Yeah, and then Aaron Gordon. Terrible. Like terrible. If the, if maybe if the drone, if he would have got it the first time, it'd have been like, oh shit. But Yo, when he kept when he kept fucking up with the drone, it was just like, man, just stop, man. Just stop. it looked like he was hurt though. Aaron Gordon like was hurt. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't look like he didn't look right. It looked but, like he was limping after that first try of the dunk with off the drone. I'm like, Yo, is this nigga limping? Don't like, say that, on, bro. Don't say like, that. Should be in the dunk contest. Don't say that. It looked like. I'm just saying, it looked man, like. Man, it came out, he got hurt in a dunk contest. Hey, man. He... <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody ever going to be in a dunk contest again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then Not... there was that other dude from Phoenix. Who the hell was that dude? Um, that Derrick... dude from the D-League. He signed like probably like two weeks ago. Derry Jones Jr., yeah. 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 That yeah. should tell you something about the quality of the, of the, of the dunk contest right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I... Listen, I, to me, the, the All-Star Saturday night is what it is. That was all right. I mean, I, was it corny? Yeah, a little bit. But, I mean, the dunk contest was the worst thing. The three-point shootout was all right. It is what it is. But the I, most interesting I, thing I, to me was when DJ Khaled hit that shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole weekend was DJ Khaled. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Now, the highlight for me was Candace Parker. Shout out to my boo. Shout out to her. Oh, yeah. Damn, Candace. Mm. 
looking right as usual. Mm, mm, mm. Boy, boy, boy. But anyway. <laughs> Shout out to the Katie to Westbrook alley oop. The Katie to Westbrook alley oop. For a moment there. There was no, a little connection, say, man. You know what? The, the the highlight of the weekend was watching Russell Westbrook warm up on a different court than everybody else from the West. Yo, this is my segment, man. Listen. Oh, man. I love me some ignorant niggas. And Russell Westbrook is an ignorant, petty nigga. I love that <laughs> shit. <man. laughs> I aspire to see Oh, man. He plays basketball. I'm showing him all Russell Westbrook tapes. Like, yo, you like this nigga. Like, anything less, you ain't my son, man. Hey, are you going to disown him? You going to disown him? Exactly. Oh, man. You got like Russell, man. He took the ball. He looked at them niggas. Man, fuck all y'all. Y'all corny. Fuck that kumbaya, whole hand shit, man. Y'all gay, man. Fuck all that. Now, 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 I would, now, now, I would, now, I will say, uh, Russell West, Russell Westbrook do some metrosexual shit too, though. Hey, man, listen, it's part of, it's part of. I ain't worried about about that. I'm talking about his on the court, on his court. Yeah, okay. All right, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just clarifying, man. I'm just clarifying. We talking about his. We talking about his on the court demeanor. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We talking, we, ain't, we ain't friends out here, man. We yeah. ain't doing all this. Oh yeah, we buddies. <laughs> take vacations and all this sort of yeah. shit. Nah, so, man, fuck that. Fuck that. We ain't homeboys. You just left me. <laughs> you send me a text, <laughs> nigga. Why you texting me? You already gone, bro. <laughs> and, he already, and he already don't like none of these niggas on the Warriors. None of them. You don't like them light skin boys, you know? Yeah. Like white, almost white. You know he don't like them boys. Nah, he don't like them, man. I don't like that. Nah, man, but the highlight for me outside of Candace Parker, man, honestly, nothing, man. They, uh, to me, I'm more, I, I find the All Star game itself more egregious than All Star Saturday night. Because All Star Saturday night, I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's basically a contest, it's an exhibition. But the damn All Star game, man, I mean, there's got to be more pride, more respect for the game than that, man. I mean, that fuck, I couldn't watch that shit. I couldn't watch it. I, I I I literally could not watch that shit, yo. You know what I did, yo? I fucking cut off the All-Star game like mid-third quarter, yo. Mid-third quarter, yo. And I started watching fucking reruns of Seinfeld. Oh no, I never watched the whole uh, All-Star game. Yeah, okay. I haven't watched I haven't watched the whole All-Star game since like when it was like uh, I was telling you uh, last week when it was Kobe and and Iverson and LeBron and and Tim Duncan, mid 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 to early two thousands, mid to early two thousands. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Last time I watched the whole All Star game. You know what would have made the All Star game fun though? If they would have let Russell Westbrook just play on the East. Oh, <laughs> buddy. Oh, buddy. Like I would have watched it then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he wouldn't have been out there. He wouldn't have been out there playing around at all. He would have went. He would been on ham the whole time. He probably would have scored ninety <laughs> on their ass. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, I just I, I just think the All Star game, man, is jump is jump the shark, man. It's pointless, man. It's pointless, man. It's been I, that way though. It's been that way for like the last seven, eight years, man. It's yeah. been like, why are you even playing this? Game? I, I, and I think and the I get it. The players. And I think the players have made it that way. And I think the players have made it that way, man. Because I'm like, all right, I get it. You know, I'm not. I don't want. I don't. There's this misnomer that like, oh, people want people to people want the All Stars to play like this is Game Seven of the of the fucking NBA Finals. No, of course not. But there has to be a little bit more competitiveness, a little bit more fire 
than that, man. I mean, I can't watch 180 to 167, man. I can't watch that shit. That shit is that shit is terrible. I think to be honest, the the best way to do it is is sort of like to adopt what the what what baseball did, you know. When it, I mean, I don't think it works, but I think it's 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 kind of productive where you say, "All right, this game matters who got home court in the NBA." Yeah, games. yeah. I hate it. No, I was just saying that I hated I hated the the ruling uh, of home field advantage uh, going to the winner of the All Star game in baseball. I hated that for years. I hated it. Eventually, 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 I eventually I got used to it, and eventually now I now you can't say it didn't work because it improved the quality of the All Star game for a long time. The All Star game has been better. Yeah, but I'm and baseball is different because once you get subbed out, you can't play those players anymore. Exactly. Basketball is like, okay, at the, in the fourth quarter, I'm going to play my best five, you play your best five, and we finna get at it. Because whoever comes out, and especially the way ba- basketball does it, because the majority of the people who go to the All-Star game are on winning teams. So you have a shot at going to the NBA Finals. So you damn, you care about it. Unlike baseball, you know, where one player comes from every team, and this dude played with the Astros three years ago, so he know he ain't got a shot, so he don't really give a fuck, right? Yeah. So, I'm not going. Yeah. To I, I, that's an interesting. That's an interesting point, though, man. I, I think that you. You know what? You brought up a hell of a fucking point. I think it. I think it would probably be better suited a ruling like that in basketball than I think it would be in baseball. Because in baseball, it's 162 games. So, so to decide home field advantage in baseball, especially in the World Series on a fucking exhibition game, yeah. it, it is kind of stupid. But in the NBA, it's a little different because by that point, you know, the best team's going to win anyway. <laughs> Let's say, for instance, if everybody was healthy in the game, right? Format. Cleveland is supposed to be the clear-out favorite coming from the East. So, yeah, right. LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Love, if he was healthy in the All-Star game. Right. And hypothetically speaking, Golden State is supposed to be the ones to come out the West. You have um, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and Draymond Green playing on the West. So, you telling me these, these niggas ain't balling in the fourth quarter? Like, hold yeah. on, nigga. We got a hoop right now because uh, – if we get to the finals, I'm not trying to go to Cleveland for four games. Like, yeah, and Cleveland, vice versa. Like, LeBron's like, look, yeah. bro, I'm not playing and going to state for four games. Like, yeah, let's just put, like, you know, it makes it that, that much that much more competitive, man. And maybe he, Adam, I mean, Adam Silver's a a forward thinking person. Maybe he needs to you know, get ahead of the bus here and be like, hey, man, I think so. But then you got to think about people gonna be people gonna be uh, worried about guys getting hurt, being too competitive, and then. All Star Weekend is right before the trade deadline. Hey man, All Star Weekend turning into uh, goddamn the Pro Bowl. You better watch out. I, honestly, it is. <laughs> honestly, it is. It's turning into the fucking Pro Bowl, yeah. and I can and I hate the fucking Pro Bowl. I can't watch that shit. I know people that actually make it appointment TV to watch the Pro Bowl. I'm like, you fucking stupid. No way. I can't watch that I know, shit. I know a guy who went, who went, who went to Hawaii just for the Pro Bowl. Bruh, no way. I can't do that shit. If you bought, if you spent money, if you spent money on Pro Bowl tickets, kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, he did. Last time I watched the Pro Bowl was 2012, I think. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather fly to Indianapolis in the dead of winter to watch the fucking scouting combine than to watch the Pro Bowl. I mean, only why I watched because uh, my wife was uh, one of the flag bearers. She got to bring out the flag. You know, they were letting. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's that's that's, that's understandable. That's understandable. Yeah. If you family of the players, you got a you got a daughter or somebody doing the halftime show or something, or you got a flag bearer for a wife or whatever. That's understandable. But if you just damn it, I just love football and I'm gonna watch the Pro Bowl. No way. No way. 
I watched the senior. I watched the senior bowl throughout before I watched the Pro Bowl. Oh, man. You don't like the com- you don't like the combine, man. I like the combine. I mean, I don't make it. I, I don't. I guess we're gonna. I guess we could jump to that topic. I mean, we're gonna go talk about it later. I mean, I like the combine. I just. I don't. I don't. To me, the combine sometimes gets a little bit overhyped and overblown, man. Like, oh, this guy ran a three point five forty. Like, yeah, okay, great. I mean, what what does it really mean in the grand scheme of things? We can, save, we can save this. We can table this for now. We can table this one. Yeah, yeah. We, we can, we'll get back to the combine. But let's let's move on off that fucking dumpster fire. I'm calling everything a dumpster fire, man, lately. Let's move off that dumpster fire that is the fucking All-Star <laughs> game, man. And let's talk about the NBA trade deadline. The NBA trade deadline is tomorrow. I think 3 o'clock Eastern? Is it like that? 3 o'clock Eastern? Yep. Yeah, it's the trade deadline tomorrow yeah, night. man. I think there's gonna be some moves tomorrow, though, man. I think there's gonna be some moves tomorrow, man. I don't. I have a feeling that there's gonna be a flurry. I think once this Demarcus Cousins shit popped off, I think there might be some moves tomorrow. Obviously, the one I'm rooting for. This about uh, uh with Ricky Rubio and um uh, and uh, Derrick Rose. Yeah. I. Hey, this is the thing I don't understand. Like, what is? I, I guess what is Minnesota thinking? Like, why do they, Why would they even want Derrick Rose anyway? He's a free agent at the end of the year. I mean, he might resign with them, maybe. So I mean, think, so they're saying they're saying that Dunn is their guy. They're saying Dunn is the guy for them. And I understand and that they got uh, they got what's his name coming back next year. Levine got hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Le, you know, Zach Levine, yeah, or Zach Levine, whatever yeah. you pronounce his fucking name. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, for the Knicks, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, get something for, I, to me, if I'm trading Derrick Rose, I mean, at least if I could get something back for him, great. You know, Ricky Rubio, all right, whatever. I, I would like to get a pick, too, if all possible. Um, that would be great. At least a future first-round pick, or at least a future something. And then, I think the trade that, I think, I, at least I know I'm looking forward to, hopefully, if it happens. I don't know if it's going to happen. Carmelo finally leaving the Knicks. I think it like we've talked about this. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, man. I think it's time, man. I think it's time for both parties. Melo ain't going nowhere, man. Melo ain't going nowhere, man. Melo ain't going nowhere. Get over it, man. He ain't going nowhere. Melo got all the power, man. He ain't going nowhere, man. Yeah, talk about dump, dump, talk about dumpster fires. Yeah, my man Melo got the Kanye West. No one man should have all his power pan in the background every time you talk about. (laughs) He ain't going nowhere, bro. (laughs) Yo. <laughs> and you're not trading him to a contender, he ain't going nowhere. And no no contender won him outside the Clippers. So uh uh kind of short there, bro. Yeah, no, I feel you. I I think that that's what makes it that's what makes it even all the hardest. This that's what makes it even more unbelievable that you gave him this trade, uh this no trade clause. And then the fact that you re-signed him when everybody knew that Melo was starting to be past his prime anyway. So right now you're hurting your value. You're hurting your asset right now because A, Melo is past his prime. B, you've basically come out in the media and ripped him. Like you've basically you want to trade the guy, and then you come out in the media and basically rip him. Phil Jackson likes a a, 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 a story written by Kevin Ding that basically rips Carmelo Anthony and calls him a selfish player. Like, and then this is the guy that you're hoping to trade him for. Like, I still think a trade can happen because obviously the Clippers still loom. I don't know. The Clippers still feel like they have designs on being this 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 you know this Western Conference Finals contender. 
We'll see. Maybe they might swoop in at the last minute, or Doc Rivers might swoop in at the last minute and be like, yo, we'll we'll throw in a future first round pick. So fuck it. And make it happen. Man, I'm, I am I am starting to I am starting to feel like you guys though that I don't think it's gonna happen. I I, I don't think it's gonna happen. No, it's not ain't nothing happening. It's crazy because I would have thought I would have thought uh his boyfriend would have wanted him, LeBron in Cleveland. Uh, yeah, but that ain't gonna happen either. They can't pay for that, man. Yeah, not when they're paying everybody else all that damn money. Yeah, they can't. They can't afford that, man. I think. Yeah, it's just it, it ain't gonna happen, dude. It's just you can forget about that. Y'all just stuck with that man, and I don't know what y'all are gonna do. But it ain't nothing happening uh, tomorrow. Well, so you know, so all right, so I guess y'all have you guys been following these Paul George rumors though? Supposedly the Lakers are hot after Paul George, man. Have y'all heard about that? That ain't happening. Yeah, that ain't that ain't happening either. Yeah, that ain't, that ain't happening. Larry Bird is not parting ways with uh with PG thirteen, so that's just that's just talk. He's not moving that man. Yeah, I I I agree. I, honestly, if I'm a Laker, I mean, a I'm just gonna wait for him to become a free agent next year anyway. If that's the case. And B, I don't know if Paul George is another. I, I don't know if he's another guy that changes the fortunes of my franchise right away. Because to me, I'm not. To me, Paul George is a Robin to somebody's Batman. I don't think Paul George alone is a superstar. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm too judgmental. But I don't think Paul George. Like I don't think you put Paul George on the Lakers right now, and they instantly go from, you know, third, the worst team in the West, to you know. The eighth seed. I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I, they're better. I think so. I think they're better. I think so. Uh, I, I think the, from when y'all like the six or a five or six seed in the West. Really? The, the West isn't what. I, it's not. The, it's not what it is. It's not what it was five years ago. Yes, I agree with you. But this is more to me an indictment on Paul. This is more an indictment on Paul George. Like I, I don't get me wrong. I like Paul George. I love Paul George. I think he's a great player. I don't know if he's that transcendent player, though, like we talked about earlier. I don't know if he's a guy that you put on a team and, God damn it, they instantly go from 20 wins to at least 40 wins. I don't I don't see Paul George in that light. That's just me, personally. Well, who is that guy? Well, who, who you think? Once in a generational player. You're not getting that type of player through, through, through a trade. No. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying, though. But I'm saying you, you're never getting that player through a trade. Like, you, That's only through draft. Players, you're talking about. There's only one player in this league right now, and who's been in the league in even the past five to ten years that you can say if he moves from one team to the next team, he instantly makes them a winner, and that's LeBron James. Nobody else can say that. Like that's that's unfair to say about Paul. That's unfair. That's unfair. I, 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 well, listen. Here's the thing, though. Like, okay, do you think if you if for the sake of argument, right? Do you think if the Lakers made a trade right now for? Anthony Davis, are they better? Hell yeah. Is Anthony Davis a transcendent player? He can be, but we don't he know. Can be. Yeah, he, but, he, but, he, but, but right now, but right now, would you take Anthony Davis or Paul George on your franchise? No, he's not a transcendent player right now. No, but I'm saying right now. But, but if you're drafting right now, but if you're drafting right now, are you taking Anthony Davis or Paul George? Anthony Davis. 
Anthony Davis. And plus, come out of college, nobody knew Paul George was what he is now. No, I agree with that. I'm, I'm, just, I'm talking about right now. If right now, if we're starting a franchise right now, and you had a chance, and you have basically an open checkbook and unlimited resources, and you had to pick between Anthony Davis or Paul Anthony, George, you're obviously going with Anthony, Anthony Davis. That's what I'm saying. Like, even DeMarcus Cousins, to me, is, is more of an impactful player when he has his head on right than Paul George. To me, Paul George is a Robin to somebody's Batman. Like, Paul George is the guy you get when you have that transcendent player already in place, whether through the draft or the free agency, whatever, and you add that final piece, that Paul, because Paul George is a great defensive player. He's a guy that can shoot, can score. He's a, to me, he's more of a complimentary guy to a great player than he is a great player himself. That's, that's the point I'm trying to make. He's, he's a Scotty Pippen to somebody's MJ. So I wouldn't even be excited. I wouldn't even be that. Like I mean, obviously it would make the Lakers better, yeah, I but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I'm. The, I guess the point I'm trying to make is like if they made that trade tonight. Go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. If you make that trade today, go ahead. No, I'm just saying I, I can't get excited about that trade. Like I'm not sitting there like, oh shit, we got Paul George, nigga. We 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 went in the first round of the playoffs this year. Like I'm not. That's because I'm not. I, I don't feel that way. Like I don't think that we're that much better. I mean, right now we're like what? Set, we the Lakers have won like 17 games. If you get Paul George, I mean, maybe we win 10 more games. We win eight to 10 more games. We're still a bad team. Damn, that's it. <laughs> That's what I feel, man. Maybe, maybe I'm just, I'm, maybe I'm being harsh on Paul George, man. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm being harsh on Paul yeah, George. You are. You don't remember when Paul George was giving LeBron all he can handle? Yeah, but they. That was before the leg injury. That was before the leg injury. That was before. That was before the leg injury, and also, he, they had a good squad and a good system. So, I don't know. I, 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 Butler. He's another guy. Yeah, he's a, he's another he's another guy. I mean, as far do you think do you think he's gonna move anywhere? I think I, I, I looking at him. Here's the thing. I think I think right now much of the chatter is much of the chatter that's going on right now. As I think I think teams are trying to gauge their assets right now. So I think Larry Bird is looking at it like, look, we're barely a six or seven seed in the Eastern Conference right now. I think they're like the six seed right now, if I'm not mistaken. But I think Larry Bird is smart enough to know, like, yo, LeBron isn't going anywhere. Boston's better. Toronto's better. You can make the case that Washington's better. Like, Washington is better. Don't make no case. Whatever. Washington right? is better. <laughs> whatever, whatever, nigga. Anyway. 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 Whatever, man. Anyway. Um, I think Larry Bird is sitting there looking at it like, I don't want to trade Paul George. I'm probably not going to trade Paul George. But I don't think it hurts to look. I, it, I, I don't, it don't hurt to keep my options open. It doesn't hurt to see what, what's out there, to see what teams are willing to give me for Paul George. I think that's what's going on. I think Chicago I think Chicago is wrestling between tearing it up and keep going. I, that's what I think Chicago's at right now. If you told me right now... They shouldn't be. They shouldn't. They I think... Shouldn't be I, with that. I, they shouldn't. I think they should just tear it apart. I think they should just... I think they should blow it up. To me personally, I don't, think get, I don't think you get rid of Jimmy Butler yet, especially the Boston. I don't know what Boston's thinking trying to get Jimmy Butler because, like you say, when people trade like parts, 
Jay Crowder and Jimmy Butler are a damn near the same player. Uh, Jimmy Butler's better. Jimmy Butler's better. Jimmy Butler's better. I'm telling you, man. Jimmy Butler's better. Now, come on now. That's not a fair. That... Now, now, yeah. Jimmy Butler is better than Jay Crowder, but they're the same damn player when you put them on that, that Boston team. Jimmy Butler's not going to have the ball in his hands when he goes to Boston. He's not going to be He's not going to be involved in an offense. That offense runs through Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. He's going to turn into Jay Crowder if he goes to Boston. I don't know what the hell y'all see it. But that ball is in Isaiah Thomas' hands 90% of the time. Yeah. He's not going to be able to be Jimmy Butler in Boston. He's going to be Jay Crowder once he gets to Boston. Uh, I, think you're, I, 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 I think you're selling Jimmy Butler a little bit short, me personally. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying, though. I, I see... Jimmy Butler, did you see Jimmy Butler play two years ago when Derrick, Derrick Rose, Rose was a little yeah. healthy and yeah. when the ball was dominated by Jimmy Derrick Rose, right? They struggled, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Jimmy Butler struggled and he looked like Jay Crowder. I think the problem <laughs> I think the problem with I think the problem with Jimmy I, th- I think the problem with Jimmy Butler is I think Jimmy Butler feels like he's better than Jimmy Butler really is. That's the problem that I feel with. Like Jimmy Butler's a very good player. I don't think he's a great player. I think he's. I think he's another guy who's a Jordan. I think he's a Pippen to somebody's Michael Jordan. I think he's a. I think on a on a on a great team on a great team he's a number two option. So you're saying he thinks he's number one option? That's the problem with Jimmy Butler. That's the problem. No, 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 no. Don't probably. I could just tell by looking at his body language. He thinks he's the he's the guy. Well, he is the guy in Chicago. In Chicago, but what is that? But what is that guy in him? Dumpster fire number one. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think I think Chicago is wrestling with so, whether we whether we need to keep this thing be, together what or whether will be a good move for him. Will be a good move for Jimmy. I think I think I, I think if he buys in, I think I think Boston could be a good move for him. I I, I don't agree with Luke that I see what Lucas is saying, but I don't agree with Lucas because I think he's I think overall ultimately he's better than Jay Crowder. So that to me by by definition is is an upgrade. Definitely better than Jay Crowder. Nah, yeah, like they're the, like they're the same. They have they have the they have a lot of the similar skill, the same skills and similar skills. And I get what you're saying that in that in the flow of that offense and with Isaiah Thomas, another ball dominant guard, that has the possibility of affecting Jimmy Butler. But if Jimmy Butler buys in and plays and changes his game and adapts and and decides that hey maybe maybe I don't have to be a 25 a night scorer but if I can average 18 19 points play lockdown d make plays and be that other piece that I'm Boston needs I'm gonna be Jamison Crowder that's what you can nah why can't he be but why can't he be Bradley Beal to John Wall he's better than Bradley Beal because John, John Wall is a passing point guard Isaiah Thomas isn't a passing point guard. Isaiah, oh, yeah. Thomas, Isaiah Thomas is a scorer. So, yeah, Isaiah Thomas is just a two guard in a, in a point guard's body. That's all he is. Isaiah Thomas is the modern day Allen Iverson, basically. Exactly. So you, when you put someone next to him, you need an Eric Snow. Like that's that's exactly what Jimmy Butler's going to turn into a James a Jay. Cry- I'm telling. I see it. So Brad, so Avery Bradley is probably the better fit for them, man. Yeah, and that's why they won't let go of Avery Bradley. That's why it's so hard for them to let go of A.V. Bradley. Because he's the perfect fit for Isaiah Thomas. You don't need the ball. You're a spot-up shooter. And you can defend. Perfect. Because that's what I'm, that's what Jimmy Butler will resort to if he comes to Boston. Because you know what you have right now in Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. You Like, it's, it's, it's sink thin in, in Boston. You're not getting better than 30 points a game 
you're not going to get 30 points a game out of Jimmy Butler. So ball ain't going to your hands, player. We, we got what we got. <laughs> so, all right. So I, I have a question for you then. If you're the Wizards, would you trade Bradley Beal for Jimmy Butler? Fuck no. Fuck no. <laughs> so, so y'all believe that Bradley Beal's better than Jimmy Butler? Yes. <laughs> y'all really believe that? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Y'all really believe that? Uh, Bradley Beal has played how many? I don't know, man. He's played all this year. I, uh, no. yeah. I wouldn't say he's. I wouldn't say he's way better, but I wouldn't see the point of doing it. Now, you, you're not. You're not bringing Jimmy Butler. To me, Jimmy Butler's better than. To me, Jimmy Butler's better you're than. Not a non-shooter. You're not bringing a non-shooter to play with John Wall. You're not doing it. I agree. You can't yeah. stress. You can't yeah, stress. Then, then you're you're right back into what you call Chicago a dumpster fire when you bring Butler into Washington. No, <laughs> not doing it. I agree. If I'm, if I'm the GM, I'm, I'm slapping your ass when you call me. Get off my phone, Manny. I'm hanging up the phone. <laughs> so y'all feel like there's no moves that are really going to be made tomorrow, then? Basically, is what, is what I'm gathering from you guys. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be any major moves, no. Yeah, I don't see any major. No, no, I don't see any. Unless Paul, unless they can get Jaleel Okafor to go to Indiana, I don't really see any. Um. Oh yeah, maybe major, that one. Yeah. I think I think one of them guys in Philly are going to move. Though. I think Jale- I mean, Okafor Okafor is going to move, man. I think and Chicago's the team that's trying to get Okafor. Chicago's the team that's trying to get Okafor. I wouldn't like that if I was. I wouldn't want to go there. Me either, man. That's his hometown, man. <laughs> that's his hometown, man. Look, man, look, look how going so well for D Wade. Sometimes you need to go home. Sometimes staying away. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if we can make some predictions, then I guess name. Give me three moves that you see happening in the trade deadline. Then it could be big, could be small. Give me three moves. I think Rubio, Rubio is definitely going somewhere. I think Rubio is going to be gone. I think they want to uh, let Rubio go, and I think they would like Chris Dunn and Levine, and they just want to move uh, Rubio out of there. So I think Rubio will be gone. Hmm. Okay. Somewhere. Okay. And other than that, I, don't, I can't call it. I, I'm, I can go with Rubio and maybe the Okafor one for sure, or one of those guys from uh, from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And the third. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be exact trade. Just give me. Just give me some a big name that you feel a good, or a decent, uh, or at least a known name that you feel will get traded tomorrow. So you think Okafor will definitely get traded to somebody tomorrow? Open for one of those guys from Philly and Rubio for sure. I think I think Rubio might be gone, and hmm. I think it might just be one, maybe a surprise one or something. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think um, those two. I think Rubio and Open for. I think Jimmy Butler is going to get moved though. As bad as it hurts me to say, I think he's going to get moved. I think they're going to blow up that Chicago thing. I think. I think Paxton is smart enough to just just to blow that shit up, man. Just say fuck it, man. Mm. So <clears throat> I do see Jimmy Butler getting moved, but that'd be my surprise one, just to keep people on the edge. Jimmy Butler's going to go to Boston, even though I just slammed the shit out of it. He's going to go to Boston. I think. He's going to go to Boston. Huh? Okay. Don't expect him to be nothing better than James uh, 
Jameson Crowder, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think uh, Andre Drummond is going to get moved. Really? Really? Yeah. Drummond. I know. I know. I know. He, I know. I know he's on the block. I know he's on the block. But do you think they'll pull off the trade? Is Is this another smoke screen like a Paul George smoke screen? Man, he getting out of it, man. And if the Wizards smart, we'll give up Martin Gortat, man. I love the Polish hammer, but if we can get Drummond, if we can get younger, bigger, faster, hey, man, go get him. He can't shoot free throws, but hey, we'll be all right. Mm. I forgot about Drummond was out there. Yeah, Drummond's out there. What about Brandon Knight, man? No Brandon Knight trade predictions? <laughs> man, nobody ain't trying to trade for Brandon Knight so he get dunked on seven times. <laughs> Did he, did, he, did he score on the wrong basket or something? Too? Oh man, yeah, he did. He did that. He did that. He did that. He did that. He, he does something stupid every time, man. Kyrie Irving stole his ankles at the goddamn. Oh, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Rising stars game. Man. That was the end of his rising <sighs> star. That shit was. Yeah. I, I I guess if uh I guess if my if I had to give y'all predictions um I think that I think obviously you'll see a, a slew of small moves and I think you will see one blockbuster. I don't know what the blockbuster is, but I got a feeling something big is gonna happen. Um, small moves. I mean, obviously I can see the Lakers trading Nick Young, getting that contract out of there. Getting them, trading them for a pick. Um, obviously, you got just got Williams out of there for a pick. Y'all, y'all getting greedy, man. No, y'all ain't getting that. Man. Hey, man, listen. Nick Young has value though. Nick Young has value though. No, nobody want him, man. No, okay. Nobody wants Swaggy P. I guarantee. When you, I, I get name yourself. Niggas don't want you no more, bro. I guarantee you they will get a pick. I guarantee. I, now it might be a second round pick. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying they're gonna get picked for. Him. But anyway, I, I can see Nick Young being moved. Uh, Terrence Jones moved. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to get Bogan Bogdanovic or whatever his name is for the Nets. I think he can get moved. Um, oh, yeah. You see they talk about Iman, Iman Shumpert going to the Rockets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw but that. The, but the Rockets don't want to give up Beverly yeah. to the Cavaliers. You know, yeah. Cleveland ain't getting it unless you can get a lockdown defender coming back. They're like, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going to give up. Yeah. Nah, bro. I, I think I think the the surprising move, man. I don't know. Maybe this is wishful thinking, man. But I think uh, I think the Knicks and the, and the Clippers pull off the deal, man. You hope that's what it is. I think I think they pull off the deal, man. I think I think Carmelo accepts a trade to the L.A. Clippers in return. I think the Knicks get back uh, Austin Rivers, Crawford, and a future first round pick. The man gonna trade his own son. He gonna trade his own son. Yeah, man. No, it's a cold, it's a cold, it's a cold, it's a cold world, man. It's a cold world, bro. It's a cold world, man. Oh, which one called did get traded today? By the way, you just said it, but he—I don't think you've seen it. But but Johnovich got traded today. Oh, did it, did it go down? I, I I haven't checked my phone at all, man. I was at work all day and I didn't check my updates or whatever. I seen that Lou Williams got traded last, uh, yesterday, and then I seen somebody else. Did. Was it another trade early today? Or was Bogdanovich the the? The only guy I traded. You know, he went to the Wizards. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I haven't checked my, I haven't checked my, my shit, so I haven't seen if any trade, any big trades went down today. But yeah, I can see a slew of, of like small moves, and I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the big move. I think the Clippers 
I think the Clippers feel like they got to go for it, man. And I think they'll, I think they'll eventually, like, I think this will go down to like the eleventh hour. I think, I think Doc Rivers will call Phil, and I'll be like, all right, man, look. All right, we'll give you a future first round pick. Now, future, I mean like 2020, 2021 first round pick. Um, and you know they'll get free, they'll get Rivers and they'll get Crawford for Carmelo. Man. That's what I predict. And I think the rebuild is officially. Oh, I think Okafor gets traded too. I think Okafor gets traded to either Chicago or. Um, Indiana. Oh yeah, yeah. I see the Indiana thing happening. To pair him with uh, Miles Turner in the, in the low post. Yeah. So another Duke bust. A little before. How's he a bust? He got traded to a team with fourteen different centers. How's he a bust? How's he a bust? He got traded to a team with fourteen different centers, bro. Ever since you tagged me in that Cal, uh, Colin Cohert uh, goddamn thing talking about Kentucky players, man. Every time you talk about Duke. Oh, yeah. Duke, Duke outside, got plenty. Duke got plenty of them. Hey, outside of Kyrie Irving, I'm going to show you a bus. Every time you say it, <laughs> you get that bus. Oh, man. Yeah, Duke got plenty of them, too. All of them. What you mean? Nobody, nobody, every, every, every major college program has bus in it. Every. You, you tag me in that shit. Every, every major college program got bus in it, bro. Not like Duke though. You can I can name you I can name you every powerhouse every powerhouse college program has a bus in it. Do I have to go? No, do I have to? Do I have to go through them? But, no, but we're not we talk, we're not talking about the fact that every one of them has them. We're talking about the amount of them that Duke has. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all on a roll tonight, man. Y'all on a roll tonight, man. I get it. I like it. I like it. I like the feistiness, man. Christian Leighton, one of the greats. Hey, Christian Leighton made an all-star team, man. Come on now. Let's not act like Christian Leighton was just Sam Bowie in this bitch, man. Come on now. He should have been. And if your boy Jason Williams, your boy Jay, we don't know about Jason Williams because he couldn't stay off of motorcycles. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh. Oh, Mo, Mo. Betting a thousand. I feel you, though. I feel you, though. Shout out to Ducati for making great bikes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, man, that's terrible. Oh, man, let's move on, man. All this Ducati is making me sick, man. I just want to say, man, free Darrell Revis, man. Free Darrell Revis. So, so, again, ignorant nigga shit for the year. (laughs) Oh, shit. Darrell Revis is a Fucking gangster. Remus Allen, baby. Don't send him to Rikers Island. Oh, man. <laughs> you run up on me at 2.30 in the morning with a phone, and when I knock you out, don't run to the feds. Who out here snitching? <laughs> oh, man. Wear that shit on your chest. The real Reeves knock me out. Put that shit on the internet later. File a civil suit. Get paid. Do what you got to do. But don't go snitching, man. Yo, free my man, the real Reeves, man. You kept it a hundred, man. I feel it. Yeah, you can't make all this money and go home. That's what they teach you, man. Oh man, y'all some ignorant oh, motherfuckers, man. boy. <laughs> so listen, have y'all seen the new developments in this case, though? 
Oh man, I'm looking at something right now. Talking about there's a video. Talking about you can hear. There's it. a video. Yeah, yeah. So the big, so the big thing. In, quotation, in quotations, I knocked both of these motherfuckers out. <laughs> both of them. No, well, you both sleep. But shut up, shut up before I knock your ass out next. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I love you. Oh. Show up and they ask him, "Are you Darrell Revis?" <laughs> At this point, you know he's a professional football player. Why are you even trying to film this man? Why? It's two thirty in the morning. Let his drunk ass go home. Instead, you want to run up on him. You want to be tough. Yo, he's an athlete. He's he's a grown ass man. He's finna beat your ass. He work out. <laughs> he gets paid to work out. Why do you want to fight this man? Yeah. I will make you want to fight this man. That's like the dude when those dudes tried Joey Porter, that 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 security guard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joey Porter like yeah. a couple weeks ago, and yeah. he smashed him up, and then he smashed the police <laughs> officer up too. <laughs> like, these motherfuckers got in certain cases. These these dudes don't understand, man. And these dudes don't understand, man. These motherfuckers are walking around with CTE. These niggas is not yo. These are these are walking Chris Benoit's, bro. <laughs> These are walking Christmas wives, man. The cross <laughs> And all of that, these dudes have pretty much been in the equivalent of a combat sport. Their whole the life. better part of their whole life. That's what I'm saying, yeah. man. Most of them since they six, seven years old. Yo, they, so basically, they've been at war since they've been six, seven years old. And you, you finna try this man. <laughs> hey, man, this man ain't got no time for you, man. This, oh, man. Yo, this dude... These are modern day gladiators that you just trying in the street. Like, yo, what's up? Like, bro, this ain't gonna end good for you, man. Like, like this. You know, this nigga wakes up at three, three in the morning to go work out, right? Like, I'm not. Yo, you waking up at three, four in the morning. You too dedicated for me. I ain't got shit to say to you right now, man. <laughs> oh <laughs> you man, know, you won. <laughs> yo, but all jokes aside, though, have y'all heard the new developments in this case or whatever? So the video came out though. And what uh, Darrell Revis's legal team is arguing that that's not Darrell Revis's voice, and they got like people confirming that's not Revis's voice that actually, uh, yeah. you know, actually said it or whatever, and making the remarks or whatever. So they're trying to clear Revis. They're trying to throw the case out, basically. So, but, yeah, it's a little fishy on the uh, identification. They don't. These dudes don't know who knocked them out. I don't know if they don't know or somebody maybe had a talk with them later. They both. They both sleep. Uh, they both sleep. I don't know who knocked them out. They both sleep. Well, and the, and the thing they said, Darrell Reeves was with another man. I mean, yeah. it was his bodyguard or somebody. Yeah. So, so it could have been he, that. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming he just wasn't out there by himself. I'm pretty sure nah. he had a goon with him somewhere. Yeah. And he's back home, so it might have just been somebody yeah. from the block. Like, yeah, yeah, but it, it could have been one of his niggas, man. Could have been one of his niggas. Easily been one of his niggas. <laughs> you, is when you go home. You go out with your boys and like I know I got I got some pretty big friends when I go home right and they like yo you don't got to worry about that. I'm gonna handle this and I don't know what's gonna go on when I walk out because you know hey shit happens shit happens so nigga I don't even gotta like, nigga I don't even gotta go home nigga nigga I don't even gotta go home we got more here yeah yeah but I'm just saying you know how it goes yeah 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 no I know how it goes though I know how it goes though yeah. You know what I, I mean? Like, you move like, yo, I got this nigga. All right, cool. Like, hey, chill out, bro. And then... And, and with Revis, and with Revis, too, though, 
It could have been that those dudes was like, hey, this is Revis. We just say he knocked us out. We can sue him in civil court or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's better for us to say it was Revis than to say it was his homeboy who ain't got no money. Yeah. Yeah, you right about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no, but anyway, shout out to my man, man, Revis, bro. I don't know if you're going to be on the Jets next year, but uh, you got all love for me, bro. Free Revis, though. Free Revis, yeah, though. Go, man. He can come down to Washington and play free safety, man. We, we need a good... uh. Free and strong. Hey, this, hey, hey, this reminds me. At least I was reading some about Aaron Hernandez today, and, it, and it's funny because we're looking at this, and the uh, and the attorneys want to issue some evidence of when he was talking to Pouncey, talking about niggas trying him when he go out. See, that's what it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Aaron Hernandez talking about. Niggas kept trying him, man. Niggas kept trying him at the club and at the bars and stuff, and he had to handle it, man. Sometimes. Hey, these dudes, they see these NFL players, and they figure, hey, I could take this dude or something. Maybe they want to try these dudes, man, and they, they got to defend themselves, man. Yeah. But, yo, but, Mo, but Mo you know this. We, we regular dudes. We, we're regular dudes. We go out to the club. Part-time sniper. Yeah, shout out, to, shout, out, shout, out to a, shout out to Aaron Hernandez, a.k.a. the shooter. Hey, man. Four-time. <laughs> Football player, part-time hitman. That's what I'm talking about. This nigga, this nigga had forty million. This nigga had forty million in the bank, and then pulling bank robberies, nigga. This nigga is by day, by day he. By day he's Shannon Sharp. At night he's fucking. Uh, ben, he's he's uh, Ben Affleck in. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, he an assassin. He an assassin. He an assassin, bro. <laughs> I was gonna say the town, but the accountant sounds so much better. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Jason Bourne at nighttime. John Wick. John Wick. This nigga Jason Bourne, John Wick, John McClane, all of niggas, all in one. All in one. Hernandez, he do it, man. For real, man. Yo, but shout out to Darrell Revis, though, man. Shout out to Darrell Revis, man. Free Revis, man. Free Revis, man. Free Revis, man. I wanted to talk about Romo, though, man. I wanted to talk about Romo, man. There's been some talk that, uh, there's not a lot of talk about Romo, Fuck man. Romo. Damn, Mo. Fuck Romo. <laughs> Damn, Mo. <laughs> I'm tired of Romo, man. Somebody is just... I wish that man would just go... Watch it. I mean, it don't make any sense, man. What are you going to do? Come back and get hurt again? That's all he's going to do. <laughs> Damn, Mo. You feel some type of way about Romo. Damn. Yo, Romo ain't going to be satisfied until he die. He's going to die on the field, man. <laughs> Samuel Jackson and um oh, oh shit uh, when he played the dude Mr. Glass oh uh, Unbreakable Unbreakable no he missed the glass he that's missed the glass oh man nah that's Derrick Rose man that's Derrick Rose Mr. Nah, glass nah, nah Romo is worse 
Oh man. Oh man. Nah, man. But all jokes aside, man, there's a lot of talk. There's been a lot of talks about Romo this week. Uh, that maybe the Texans might be a team interested in Romo uh, to bring him in to compete with Brock Osweiler. I don't. I don't see much of a competition. <laughs> Romo, <laughs> Romo gonna win that job. Yeah, Romo gonna win that job. I don't know, but yeah. So there's a lot of rumors going around about Romo. Supposedly he wants to play for the Broncos. Uh, apparently the Broncos are not interested, or at least not interested all the way. And there's talk about the Chiefs maybe bringing him in. Uh, yeah, he needs to take his ass to the Texans, man. You got one defense. You got Lamar Miller and DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller, man. Man, you need to be satisfied and take your ass to Houston. So, hey, beggars can't be choosers, man. Yeah, man. Hey, man. I, I totally mean, agree, man. I think he's. I think he's. I think he's going to end up in Houston. Uh, I think uh, it because I think. The way Denver's saying it, they just don't want to trade for him. If he ends up on the free agent market, uh, Denver's well. Going he's to he's gonna he's gonna get cut though. He's gonna get cut because nobody's gonna trade because nobody's gonna take that contract. Nobody's gonna take that contract. Even if they rework it, nobody's gonna take that contract, man. Nobody. I so. think Houston would. They still gotta pay. Uh, they still got. They still got. Uh, they still gotta pay Brock Osweiler. Man, fuck Brock Osweiler. You talking about that garbage can trash? Man, that motherfucker. We I noticed. We noticed. But I'm just saying, he still got what. Forty million coming to him still. Yeah, well, fuck it. <laughs> Pay the nigga out your pocket. <laughs> yeah, I know they got yeah, You tell him. You tell him. You tell him Bob McNair to just say fuck it. You tell him Bob McNair to just say fuck it. Hey man, you in a goddamn tax free sport? Just say fuck it. Cut the motherfucker. Forty million ain't nothing to you. Shit. And, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. Yeah, do that. Just pay that motherfucker, man. Be real. Let's be real, man. Football's a tax free sport. It ain't like you really lose nothing. You want to win a Super Bowl or not? And I, I think, to be honest, you put Romo on that Texas team. That makes them Super Bowl contenders. I completely oh, yeah. agree. Yeah, that immediately. De- I completely agree. That defense. I mean, so if you really, if you're really serious about winning, and not even winning, if you're serious about making money, because at this point you want to, you want to book your stadium all the way into <clears throat> November. You know, you want, you want to sell out all these things past the year, like mm-hmm. November, you know, December. You want to mm-hmm. sell your fan base that. You got J.J. Watt coming back off. Yeah. Clowny, Clowny finally showed up. Clowny showing up. Yeah. You know, like, at this point, you have to make this. Lamar Miller, it showed up towards the end of the year. Fuller, Hopkins. Hopkins you gave yeah. the quarterback. The tight end. The tight end. I mean, all, they, all they need is somebody that can consistently throw the ball. That's all yeah. they need. That's exactly. it. Exactly. You make 15 to 16 throws a game. Good throws a game. You throw the ball about 25 times a game. You Because Lamar Miller's a workhorse right now. He's only 25, 26. Yep. He still got a lot in his tank. And he doesn't and he doesn't and he doesn't have a lot of tread in his tires because they didn't use him effectively in Miami. So it's not like they and ran him to the ground. And people don't realize Will Fuller out there, he can blow the top off. Yeah. And nobody's covering Will Fuller out there on the outside. Nope. Will Fuller can't catch a cold, man. He went to Notre Dame. <laughs> That's all we need it for. Now, Hopkins is out there to do everything else. Now, do you, you know the other you know the other team that I think would be a good fit for Romo? Uh Arizona. Yeah, but but uh Palmer's coming back. Yeah. 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 You talk about yeah. uh cutting Osweiler, I would cut Palmer. Nah, man. Uh, uh, they ain't gonna do that. 
Bruce Arians and, and Palmer got a relationship, man. They ain't yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But if you're trying to win a Super Bowl, and that's a team that's, you know, last year was an aberration. I think they had injuries, and Palmer was hurt and bad. And I think last year was an aberration. That defense is still David pretty. David Johnson got hurt, too. Yeah, David Johnson got hurt. Yeah. But but still, I think that team, when they're. Two years ago, two years ago, the move in the NFL was when they moved Larry Fitzgerald to the slot. That motherfucker is a beast. Man. Still a beast. They, they added. They added three. They added like four or five more years onto it. That's, but that's what I'm saying though. But that's what I'm saying though. If they add Romo though to that team with David Johnson, with 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 uh, with, uh, with John Brown, with uh, Larry Fitzgerald in the slot, that defense, which is still pretty good. If they make a couple of additions, they draft another wide receiver to replace uh, Drunky. Uh, <laughs> Michael Floyd, man, shout out to the University of Notre Dame, baby. Uh, another Notre Dame alum. Hey man, we get them drunk and we steal donuts. Shout out to Golden Tate. Hey man, you, you chill out, man. And, and, and make up girlfriends. And make up girlfriends. Hey man. Golden Tate. Yeah, you just go skip over Man Tate. Yeah, you just go skip over Man Tate. Come on, leave Man Tate alone, all right? <laughs> nah, he ain't. Everybody got that one. He ain't never gonna live that shit down. He ain't never gonna live that shit down for real. <laughs> so the combine is this weekend. I like the combine, man. I like—I don't know. I just like watching, just watching it. I don't know. It's not—it's not that big of a deal. Like I don't think it's something that you could just put a lot of stock into. Whether this player is going to be this or that, I don't know. I just for entertainment value, I, I like watching it. What about you, Luke? I'm exact—I'm the exact opposite, man. Like <clears throat> growing up playing football, I always wanted to know. If I made it that far, would I go to the combine? The answer I always said was, fuck no. Like, I ain't no fucking slave, man. You got my tape. You know what I can do and what I can't do. <laughs> now, if you want to you want to see me run at a track or something to see how really fast I am, all right, I'll run. I'm not doing all this. Come take my shirt off. Get my measurements. Look, man, I can do that at the doctor's office. We ain't got the plug. Let's own some real shit. Like, yo, this is Slave market, man. Who the reminds me? <laughs> bunch, of big, uh, bunch of big black men out there. Yeah, exactly. This was, look how strong he is. Look how many weights he can push up. Come on, man. We ain't got you all that, bro. But what, about those, what about the guys that, that weren't on uh, big teams and on major networks all the time? And, you know, and they got the tape on them, but. You got tape. That's what the scout's for. Listen, I don't think you can judge a player by how he plays at the combine. Yeah. I think you no, judge him. No, by, you can't. You can't. You judge him how he plays on that tape. No, like you can run a four-two when you out there by yourself, but you ain't running no four-two. Yeah, you gotta run a four-two on a, the field. A two hundred and seventy-pound dude trying to knock your head off. You exactly. That's why I think that. That's why I think the combine is overrated. So I think, like, hey man, tape is enough, man. Let's let's stop what trying about, to. Yo, this what is, about individual workouts at the school? What about that? See, to me, pro day. To me, pro days are a little bit more. Uh, 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 I can understand pro days more than I do the, the combine. To me, the combine is a little bit overblown, personally. Pro day is sort of like, hey, I want to get a feeling touch. I'm thinking about drafting you. Now I need to see you in the system. I need to see how you would do this. I think and that's then, good for quarterbacks. Yeah, like, and then the pro days, that, that's really good for quarterbacks. Now around a quarterback that you're with, because when you're going through another system, you're going to be around a quarterback that you're going to routinely practice with or play with. In every position, is pro day is better, but combine wise, I think they're just overrated, man. I'm really not into the combine. I watch it a little bit, but 
What can you really know from a combine? Shit, Tom Brady went in the seventh round. Look how yeah, bad they that shit. Yeah. Jerry Rice. You got guys like that. Combine are a joke, man. Robbie Anderson, a receiver for the Jets last year, who actually played well, was undrafted. Undrafted. Yeah, you know what I mean? So uh, it's like Cruz. Cruz, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what's old boy's Terrell name? Davis. Yeah, Terrell uh, Davis. Old boy from Houston, uh, from the Texans. Uh, what's his name? Fuck, I forgot his name. The running back that just retired. Oh yeah, uh, Arian Foster. Arian Foster, yeah, Arian Foster. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a litany of guys, man, that that we can go down the line with. I mean, I just think the combine is like you guys said, man. The combine to me is 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 a bunch of media hype and and. Much to do about nothing, man. Because again, the the fourth, the oh, what a guy does on the Wonderlick test. The Wonderlick test is another thing that drives me fucking insane. Like, oh, he scored, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, hundred and five on the Wonderlick test. Like, who gives a fuck? Now I can understand. Now, in, with that same regard, I mean, if you score a seven on the Wonderlick test, I mean, be, yeah, like that's really low. Yeah. The guy from uh, Claiborne, Claiborne got the lowest Wonderlick score of, of, of all time, ever. of all time ever. Yeah, yeah, boy. Back yeah. from Dallas. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> that nigga dumb as fuck. <laughs> Did you write your name on the fucking paper? <laughs> oh, man. He, hey, he he pulled a certain soldier that showed up to the board one day and didn't know who the presidents were. Yo, yo, shout out to my boy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew that would trigger to you. I knew that would be a trigger to you, bro. I was in that boy, and that was the worst boy I ever seen in my life, man. That was that was that was Morris Claiborne at the Wonderlick, man. <laughs> that, 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 made, that made me want to get my DD two fourteen that day. All right, man. Look, I can't do this no more. Sean Lucas out, bro. I can't. Do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Man, it was a five dollar bill. This. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the five dollar bill? Richard Nixon. Man, he didn't even know who the first president was, man. Oh, oh man, God. I'm not even gonna bring that up. Barack, Barack Obama? <laughs> Obama. Oh, man. That's the story for all time, man. We gonna, I ain't gonna blast yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, We're not gonna shout, play Shout out to that man. He know. Shout out to that man. You know who you, you are, know. man. You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But the combine is a waste of time, man. I can't, I don't know. I just can't get into it, man. The combine to me is. Yeah. Uh, another another little tidbit that happened this week, man. There's a lot of shit going on with the with MLB trying to change the pace of play rules, man. The 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 pace of play discussion going on in baseball, I think it's intensifying more than ever. Uh, Rob Manfred came out yesterday ripping basically the players' union for saying that they don't want to make any real drastic changes. Uh, that they're kind of stubborn and whatnot. So what do y'all what are y'all thoughts on this whole pace of play discussion? Um, it's something that's near to dear to me because I've been for a long time a proponent of baseball needs to speed the game up. Man. It's one of the problems why baseball's kind of falling behind the wayside a little bit. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't see, I don't, I don't see why the players were, were challenging them about the whole trips to the mound thing. I mean, come on, man, uh, y'all, they could have let them, they could have let that slide. Like, come on, man, reduce the trips to the mound. Like, that's not that huge of a, of a deal for them to be fighting them about that. Come on. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think the, the biggest thing that baseball needs to do right now is the relief pitcher. Bringing in these fucking specialties. Shout out to fucking Tony Ru or not a, uh, not a shout out to Tony, Ru Tony La Russa, who fucked this shit up in the 80s to begin with. 
all these matchup lefties and these specialty relievers. I mean, seriously, the seventh inning sometimes takes an hour. An hour! Because you got fucking team, both teams bringing in their lefty specialist, their righty specialist, then they're bringing in their seventh inning guy, then they might bring a guy to get one batter out. And, you know, I mean, it's just terrible. It's too much. It's too much. It's, it's too dumb. much, man. If you bring a reliever in, he has. If you bring a reliever in, you have to be, he at least has to face, at, at the minimum, two batters. Two batters. But see, they don't want to do that because, because they don't want to do that because then they feel like, oh, that's, 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 that's altering the competitive uh, aspect of the sport. Not really. Because for, for 100 years, there wasn't any matchup lefties. For 100 years, there wasn't any specialty relievers. This, shit just start, this trend just started 20, 15, 25 years ago. With La Russa. So I, I, I don't buy that aspect at all. I think the shift is a major aspect of it, too. I think that's something that I would try to do, or at least limit the shift. Not do away with it, but limit it, the shift. Um, obviously, the relievers, the, the walks to the mound by the pitchers, by the catchers and by the managers, that needs to be done with. That needs to be done with. If, if a, ma- a manager... Too much. Too much. And the time... And, and the, I, I'm a big proponent of the pitch clock. And I'm a big proponent of enforcing the rules of the batter. If you're in the batter's box, you must stay in the batter's box. Don't don't come out the batter box to adjust. You know the no more gossip power thing, adjusting the you know the, the gloves, playing this basically this game of this mind game with the pitcher and the batter. I, I just and I'm a baseball purist. I love baseball. It's my favorite sport. But I, I, even I, this shit is tedious. It's too much. They need to do away with this shit. Enforce the rules. Once you're in the batter's box, let's go swing the bat. Once you're on the mound, throw the ball. Let's go. Pedro Baez of the Dodgers. It takes him like literally like 50 seconds between pitches just to throw a pitch. It's horrible. It's too much. What are y'all thoughts, man? I'm just, I'm going to start fucking ranting. So what are y'all thoughts, man? I mean, as a, um, I should say as a, a new baseball fan, when I'm saying new, I probably like the last 10 years because I didn't grow up a really big baseball fan. DC, we ain't really got baseball. We watched the Orioles, but fuck Baltimore. But um, <laughs> I, I don't think you should change the game at all, man. I like the purity of the game. I like, you know, it's methodical at times and it's long at times, but that's the sport. That's, that's what makes it the beauty of the sport. That's like after watching and being into baseball the last 10 years, like it's like that's the, that's the ambiance. I love it. I love, I love the, the mind games, the, the I, I love it all, man. I agree with you. Three hours, hey. I agree I'm with you, but I'm watching this game for three hours anyway. So I think like small things, if you take it out of the game, like you just said, forcing a reliever to come in and face two batters. No, that's that's. I think that's fucking with the sport. The sport is what it is, and it's going to be that. It's going to be a long, drawn out sport. It's going to take you three plus hours. It's going to like you know three and a half, four hours. That's a part of the sport. That's the beauty of the sport. Sometimes we want to rush through things in life and just get it over with. But this isn't that type of sport. I get that. You just Luke, can't I'm, rush through. I get that. I'm not. I'm not debating. Go ahead. I, listen, I love everything about the sport, man. And Me too. Like, Me too. Like, like, um, but I, I just love it. I just think the more you alter the sport, like I don't like. I was per- probably one of the first components when, like, I was like, you need review. You need to. You need it's to a replay. Uh, go back and you know be able to challenge the play. But now I don't like it because it's messing with the beauty of the sport, man. And it takes too long. It's the not human nature. Yeah. It's not that. It just takes them too long. I, I like that they have the reviews. 
I just don't like how long it takes them. And sometimes I do too many. Yeah, I, I'm just for the beauty sport. Like, I just don't even like the rule change they just made about the intentional walk. Like, now you don't even have to throw the four pitches. It's just the manager yeah, signal. Manager walking. signal. Yeah. I, like, I love that. I love that. I love that. Because even that is drawn out and tedious, man. Like, listen, I, I get what you're saying. Don't mess with the, the purity of the sport. But I don't think the changes that I suggested, okay, besides the relief pitcher, I don't think the changes that I suggested or that are being suggested, I didn't suggest them, but are, are being discussed, I don't think they, they're that much of an alter. I don't think they're major changes. Like you just said, like you just said about the... Um, the uh, the time for the pitchers, the the, the the pitch count. I mean, the pitcher, uh, the pitch clock, the pitch clock, and then standing in the uh, batter, the bo- the box. You know, mm-hmm. I, I can agree with those, but those are minor changes. Mm-hmm. Those aren't like out of the wall, out of the box changing the game. But right? what about the multiple going to the mound trips for like probably nothing? Part of the game, man. Part of the mind play, man. You you can't take it all. You can't take everything away from the game, and because eventually it's going to just turn into this. Systematic throw a pitch, hit the ball, throw a pitch, hit the ball, throw a pitch, hit the ball. And yeah, it's like, I see what you're saying in that regard. That, that, like, there are certain aspects of the game that everything is going to be just become like it's, it's, it's going to become too like it's going to become too um, systematic. And that's yeah. not what you want with the game. You want some it's, variety with the game. It's game. It's gamesmanship. It takes it's, the gamesmanship out of it. Once the gamesmanship, you lose the art, man. And I think baseball has this great gamesmanship and great art with it, like no other sport. And it's it's beautiful. So I think once you start tweaking too much with it, then you lose that art. You you lose you lose the reason why it's considered baseball, why it's considered our pastime. And you kind of don't want to lose that, man. Just because history, I mean, just because the future is coming and everything is fast, sometimes being slow is is what you need. Some sometimes you need to buck the system, and I think that's what baseball is doing, and it needs to continue to do. It doesn't need to be like every other sport, quick, fast, over. And then it's done. And then you're sitting there waiting like six months later for, for football. Like, you know, like you just don't need it. I love it. I love 162 games, man. I love it. So what changes would you be in favor of then? I know you said a couple, but what changes Not- would you definitely? So no changes at all then? No, man. I, don't, I, I keep the game with it the way it is, man. Now, I, I, I agree with I, I want to expand the teams. I want to expand the, uh, the rosters. I would, I would agree with expanding the rosters. Yeah, so, I agree with that too. With, with, with two, two players, I, expand, I agree with expanding the roster. But as, as far as the gameplay, the topic, I, w- I wouldn't change much. Man. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you with the forty-man roster. So make forty. So like, make it like football. You have a forty-man roster because that's what you have in baseball. Forty-man, but make yeah. the forty-man roster active. Just have twenty-five play every night. So you can pick anybody in that forty-man roster, but just have twenty-five active for that night. You know what I mean? I think that would be a smart thing. Yeah, but as far as as far as uh, the time, I mean, I would be strenuous. I mean, I would be really strict on the rules when it comes to the uh, the pitch clock and staying in the box. I think those I think those was actually two good additions that they did last year. I mean, they weren't really strict on them, but uh-huh. I think you just be strict on the stricter on those rules, uh-huh. and it it is slow down. I mean, it is speed up the game if you really stuck to it. Because you seen even last year, people were stepping out of the box. Yeah, it wasn't enforced. It wasn't enforced. It wasn't yeah. enforced. Yeah, so just that just that alone would speed up the game. You think a, a normal baseball game is what, about four hours, right? Uh-huh. So, you, I mean, that speeds up the game to about three, three and a half hours already. Because uh-huh. you don't have everybody stepping in the box and stepping out of the box after every single pitch. Uh-huh. And then you have the pitcher actually pitching a little bit quicker than he normally would. So I wouldn't change too much, man. I love the game, man. What about you, Mo? I just the stuff I mentioned, just the the trips to the mound and 
maybe with a, a batter's box. And that's it. Not too much, like Lucas was saying, but there are. I think there are a few things that maybe need, need to be tweaked a little bit, but not to the point where you get away from the uh, the purity of the game <clears throat> and what baseball is about. But there are some changes that, that should be, be uh, implemented to maybe speed it up a little bit. So what's one that you definitely would want to see, though? Mm-hmm. The, the the pitching, the, the the bringing in the specialized pitchers, like that that like watching the the World Series last year and just the playoffs, like I think it was too much just bringing in this guy and then bringing in that guy. I think it was actually messing some of these teams up doing that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I. I I, I, again, I don't. I don't feel like the changes that would be made or instituted are that drastic. I just feel like they're just wholesale things, little, little small cleanups. I, I do feel the specialized relievers. It's gotten too much because now every team has you know a matchup lefty, a matchup righty, a sinker baller, a knuckleballer out of the bullpen, a guy this, a blah 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 blah, a one pitch guy, a one strike guy. Like I just, it gets too fucking tedious, man. Too much. It's too much. It's too much, man. And it's and it's too much emphasis, and it's too much emphasis on a part of the game that really, I mean, who are the most unknown guys out of all uh, out of an entire baseball team? The relief pitchers. They're kind of like the special teams in football. So why should be so much emphasis and so much focuses focus on a group of, of 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 players or a roster position, a positional unit? That it don't get me wrong, it's very important. But these aren't the superstars. These aren't the Mike Mike Trout's. These aren't the Noah Syndergaard's. These aren't the you know the Madison Bumgarner's. The guy that you pay to see. I don't pay to see Chad Bradford get some guys out in the seventh inning. I don't pay to see you know uh, Brad Brock you know get a get a get a batter out in the eighth inning. Like I don't pay for that. You know what I'm saying? I, I pay to see. The, now obviously from a strategic standpoint, it makes sense. And Larusa was one of the first guys uh, to to kind of specialize or overly specialize if you if you know depending on your perspective the sport but i just think it's gone too far in the last 25 years man it is it's like it's like in football where we always talk about these offensive coordinators getting too cute yeah that's what these dudes <laughs> i think yeah i think that's what the managers are doing they get sometimes they get they get too cute with it and they, they just start doing all this extra shit and then sometimes it comes back and it bites them mm-hmm. yeah i agree i agree man i agree i completely agree with that so, yeah, man, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Uh, first, let's do the fouls of the week, though. Uh, I'll, I'll be throw it to y'all, man. Who's your foul, your foul of the week? Oh, man. This is always a tough one. Yeah, because there could be a lot of... We, 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 could talk, we could talk about a lot of ones, fouls of the week, man. I, yeah, I got, let me start it off. Go ahead. I was going to start it, but go ahead. Go ahead. I can play, get it. Vlade Divac. What <laughs> oh, the yeah. <laughs> I know it's the easy target. That's I know the easy one. about it in, in, in detail pri- mm-hmm. prior. Yeah. Vlade Divac. You get the foul of the year. It's 2017. <laughs> for the year? Um, yeah, the year, bro. Like, you just get worse than Worse than Soldier Boy? Worse than Soldier Boy? Yeah, worse than yeah, Steve Harvey? Listen, man. Yo, listen, my man just gave up DeMarcus Boogie Cousins, a.k.a. the Ignorant Nigga of the Year Award. For a bag of balls, My man got nothing in return for the best big man in basketball. 
that I I don't know what to say, man. You have additional first. You got Buddy Hill, aka Ben McLemore, who you already got on your roster. <laughs> Tyreek Evans, Tyreek Evans, who you let go four years ago for a reason. Like, what did you? Yeah. For the biggest, the best big man in basketball. You got a vacuum cleaner in return. That's what you got in return. <laughs> like, it's, it's a shame that you're still a GM. Like, I don't know how you still have a job. And then what really makes you the foul of the week is that you came out and you told us two days prior. Oh, man. You don't have a job. If I went to my boss and told him, listen, man, like two days ago, I had two other dudes running down the street and we ain't arrest them, I would be fired. So I'm just saying, real talk, blind and block. Foul of the foul of the week, foul of the month, foul of the year. You need to be fired. This shout out to Boogie, man. Go down to New Orleans, make New Orleans great again, man. Donald Trump style, man. <laughs> Word. Blind and block, man. Word. You gotta get him out of here, man. Word. You gotta get him out of here. Word. Mo, what about uh, you, man? My foul of the week. My foul of the week is the 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 dunk contest. That that trash ass <laughs> event that is just uh, been getting worse every year. Every year, that, man. that whole event is 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 the foul of the is the foul of the week for me. Is that that garbage ass spectacle that they like to call the dunk contest? Now it's so far removed from what it used to be, from when we we enjoyed it with Michael Jordan. But that's the problem. A lot of these superstars they don't really participate in it like maybe they should. But even still, though, it's still garbage. I mean, they try. To make it interesting and do all this different stuff to try to, you know, make it dress it up for people, but it's just not working. It's become too gimmicky. That's the shit that I don't like about it. It's become too gimmicky. Like I've seen, like yo, because people say like, oh, is the dunk is the dunk overrated or is the dunk contest as a whole? Like yo, college dunk con, like the the dunk contest in college and the the, yeah, and, the, and, the McDon- and the McDonald's game, yeah, those are way better, way better. Yeah, the dudes that the, did you see the dunk contest that broke out during the uh, the halftime of the celebrity game? Yeah. That was ridiculous. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. That was that was way better. That was more entertaining. That that Dunk Kings that they used to have on uh, what TNT last year. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that was, was way better. better. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. that was entertaining. Yeah, nobody did the seven twenty. Yeah, that's that's worth watching. This right here that they put out there every weekend on the um every year for the All Star Weekend is not entertainment. No, it's terrible. It's, man. A, it's a lot. It's better. terrible. There's a lot better out there. Terrible. They might as well just do something like that. Not even do these dudes and just have these other guys from, you know, that are just street ballers come up here and, and do yeah. a contest. Yeah, and give them, that, a, million, and give them a million dollars for the winner. Yeah. The NBA got the money. Shit. Mike, Mike Conley getting 200 million. Fuck it. Give a million. <laughs> give a million to, uh, you know, shit. Give a million to some local schmo. Fuck them. My fact. You can you can get somebody Kia. Kia can buy get somebody a million dollars if they want. Oh shit! Give somebody a shitty Kia. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> let, me take, let me get that off. Let yeah. me get that off. One of these one of these niggas from the hood, bro. They'll take that damn Spectrum, bro. They'll take that damn uh, that uh-huh. Kia that Kia Sportage. Hey man, I'm out here doing the goddamn 720. Break my dick. This kill, hey nigga, hey nigga, when you yeah, when you taking the bus, nigga, you can't really complain about a Kia Sportage. Yeah, you right. Kia Sportage, though. Not even a 2017 Sportage, nigga. 
Shit. But now my foul of the week is uh is that idiot that coaches in Kentucky, that my boss, Calipari. Did y'all see what this fool did yesterday? Yeah, come on. Huh? Did y'all see what he did? Got mad at the got mad at the Mizzou fans for Cal, for Cal, you suck, and he walked off. Yeah, yeah, he walked off. Oh, oh, yeah. This dude, man, it's like I can't stand that guy, man. I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those things. Man, whatever. It's just one of those things. Like you just, I know you guys feel me because you guys have guys that you guys just can't stand. Like it's just, it's just some about him I can't stand, man. I can't stand. He's just a crooked, dirty motherfucker, man. I just can't. You know, let's not talk about every fucking program that he's left behind has had some kind of sanctions or violations. Let's not bring that up. And Kentucky eventually is going to get caught up. They paying motherfuckers over there. I don't know. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind they're paying motherfuckers in Kentucky. No doubt. Hey, man. They paying players everywhere, man. No, they couldn't draw flies to Kentucky before Calipari got there. All of a sudden now, it's a damn NBA feeding factory. Fuck out of here. Hey man, man. Don't don't say that, man. Their big their, their 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 best player before Calipari got there was Jody Meeks. So Tubby Smith was trash? No, Tubby Smith, but he won with Patino. No, but he won with Patino's players. So Sean Prince was trash? He was alright. Oh, see? Oh now now he's see? <laughs> before then, man. You remember Jamal Mashburn and all them? Come on, man. Yeah, man. Come, on, yeah, come on, man. Whatever. Man. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. I'm talking about I'm talking about mid to late 2000s before Calipari got to Kentucky. What was they doing? Again, Jody Meek. Jody Meeks was not Tubby Smith because Tubby Smith got fired and they hired uh, old boy, the coach from Texas A&M, and they fired him after like one year or two years. Man, you just don't like Calipari. <laughs> I just don't like Calipari, man. I don't like Calipari, man. Like anybody Coach K is contemporary. That's what it is. Anybody that wins anything takes a little shine from Coach K. He gets yep. nah, man. That's nah, it has nothing. To, it has nothing to do with that, man. It has nothing to do yeah, with that. Everything. Because if that's the case, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't like Jim Beheim. I wouldn't like uh, Roy Williams. I wouldn't like Eddie Sutton. I wouldn't like. You said they was trash earlier. Because the, the team that he has this year, compare, compare, in comparison to other teams that he's had in the past, it's trash, in my yeah, opinion. You ain't, say, you ain't say it like that. You ain't say it like that, man. You said the program was trash. Whatever, man. Exactly. My foul of the week <laughs> My foul of the week is uh, Calipari, man. And then some college kids getting under your skin, man. You're going to walk off the court, man. Really? Really? That's some, that's some childish shit, man. Childish ass shit. At least he don't fake like his back hurt and take a couple weeks off. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait! Everybody know, everybody know. Coach, Coach K got a bad back, man. Everybody know this, man. Hey, he was letting the heat die down, wasn't he, uh, Luke? He, he it was so convenient. He had back surgery as soon as he suspended Grayson Allen. That shit was so convenient. And let's convenient. and let's welcome the Maryland fan, the 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 bona fide Duke hater. Hey, man. Hey, they gonna see those boys in the NCAA tournament. Okay. You gonna keep you gonna talk it into existence. I'm ready. Keep bringing it up. I'm ready. And they're going to see those boys. I'm ready. Run through the motherfuckers. And we're going to skull drug them. We're going to run through the motherfuckers. And we're going to skull, we skull drug y'all. That's what is going to happen, man. Man, man, if Maryland play Duke in this tournament and get beat, you're done. You're <laughs> done. Yo, you're going to have to stop the podcast. Like, what I can't a- do the podcast. <laughs> like, well, it's going to be real. Like, oh, you're man. You're not going to be able to do it after Maryland win. Because every time you say something, I'm like, be the turtle. 
All I'm gonna say to you, man. All I'm gonna say to you is Juan Dixon isn't walking through that door, bro. Steve, Steve, Steve Blake ain't walking through that door, fam. Gary Williams, Gary Williams is not walking through that door. If we play out in the tournament and win, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy you a baby tortoise and I'm just gonna leave it on your doorstep. Like, <laughs> you gotta live with that. Oh man, listen, we're gonna get out of here, man. Name the tortoise Mellow Trimble. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta live. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. That would never. That would never happen. That would never happen. <laughs> but yo, we are gonna get up out of here, man. Uh, that's it for another episode of this uh, the Technical Foul Podcast, man. We just want to say thank you for all the support out there. We've been getting all the love, uh, all the likes, all the subscribe, all the subscriptions we've been getting, man. Uh, really appreciate it, man. Keep keep the support going, man. We really appreciate it, man. We need all the support we can get, so. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook, man. The Technical Foul Podcast on Facebook. We're also on Twitter. DTF Podcast 1. So, follow us on Twitter, man. We're trying to get this shit moving. We're trying to get it building. So, you know, what's up? If you're listening, you like what you're listening to, you, you like the show, you're a fan of the show, man, you know, support the show, man. I'm also, I'm also going to start uploading episodes to YouTube, man. So, drop a comment, drop a like, subscribe, all that, man. We got the Technical Foul Podcast youtube page coming soon so go ahead and subscribe to that man so you know slowly but surely man we're getting there man slowly but slowly slowly but surely we're getting there so thank you for all the support oh if you like the show write us a review on itunes man that's how we get bumped up the rankings so if you like the show you're a fan of the show give us a review on itunes man very much appreciated and uh needed so yeah man i'm just kicking back to my co-host one last time, you got anything to leave us with? Well, man, just like you were saying, those reviews, they're important. We need them so we can gain more exposure. So, like you said, like our page and write those reviews because that's what's going to get us the exposure that we need so that we can move up the rankings and keep the thing moving forward. Word. Blade Brown, you got anything to say to our fans before we go? Hey, man, they said it all, man. Thank you guys for... For listening, paying attention, having fun with us every week. We, we appreciate it. We enjoy it. We're just doing something that we love, talking the same things that you guys talk about every single day. Um, Like they said, subscribe, watch, follow, write reviews. We need it all. We need the love. You guys have been showing support. We appreciate it. I just want to say for one-third of the sports skateers, we out of here for this week. See you guys next weekend. Word. Next week, I should say. Yeah, next week, man. We're coming at you next week. I think it'll be March 1st next week, next Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, March 1st next Wednesday, man. We're already in March, man. This year is moving fast. So, yeah, man. Continue to listen, subscribe, download, share, everything, man. Get us out there, man. We love y'all, man. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Hey.